Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious B. So don't get her pissed. It's a Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. <laughs> so get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. Hello and good morning. It is the KBJ Show. Hello. It is Thursday, y'all. Hey. The heck is going on here today? You are inching through this work week over there, getting closer to Father's Day and your Duran Duran concerts. Yeah, I know. I know. Good How's things. it looking? You're still going, right? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. Okay. You never know. I'm, just, I'm still hopeful. We're all crossing our fingers, our toes. I even yeah. cross my legs, which that never happens. Wow, okay. That's we're a, all hoping you get to go. I know. It's a big move for a lady like yourself. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, big things coming up. One thing to pay attention to is the uh, temperatures. Man, oh man, is it me? that feel crazy hot out there. Oh, it is so bufo-toed type of weather out there. Yeah, it's uh, swampy, but it's really hot. You know, we didn't uh, really have any rain yesterday until late, and uh, I was out in the afternoon, and I was like, oh, Lord, man, it feels hot. Very Everglades-y. Yeah, they say it's uh, so far the hottest week of the year. Hopefully, it is going to be the hottest week of the year, because if we get hotter than this, I don't know what it's going to be like. I felt like I was on the surface of the sun yesterday. Yeah, my air conditioning was crying. Yeah. (laughs) It should be. No, we can't keep up. No, it should be. Yeah, they say the next three days, temperature is going to feel like they're over 100 degrees. And I saw the uh, high on Saturday was going to be 97, and the average temperature this time of year is 88. Mm. So it's nuts. I don't like them numbers. No, it's uh, not good numbers. So you need to find a place that uh, you can go to keep cool and stay cool. I know we've got uh, Rapids Water Park tickets coming up today for Camp KVJ, just about uh, 7 tenths, about one hour from now. That's a nice way. If you got to be out oh, in the heat, yes. that'd be about the only way to do it. Rapids has the water park, and so does Lion Country Safari. Absolutely, yeah. They both have a water park. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we'll uh, get you a chance to get out of the heat and do it for free with Camp KVJ coming up. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you thinking about today, Jay Bird? I'm pretty tickled pink over here because a lot of people are talking about the fundies. Oh. I bought these fundies a long time ago for a bit. We just never did. <laughs> and it kind of went into the land of the lost over in the props. 
you know, of stuff we just don't do, and then we used it for a, a do it B punishment. And then I get this uh, message from Patrick and Monica. It says, Jay Bird, a long time ago, my girlfriend and I bought the fundies you guys had been talking <laughs> about. Long story short, we were drunk one night, goofing around in the fundies, and we both lost balance, crashing into the ground hard. My <laughs> girlfriend lost two front teeth because she Whoa. fell so hard into the coffee table. <laughs> Her teeth still look a little weird even today. Just a warning, be careful with your fundies. <laughs> they will disfigure you if you're not careful. If you don't knock out a tooth, you will get pregnant. Uh, I had great fun in them, but I could see how that could get away from you. When me and Virginia got in the fundies, and if you're looking at KVJ TV and you don't know what I'm talking about, then mm. here they are right here. They're underwear where you get two people in them, and then you kind of maneuver around. We went cheek to cheek. The people on the box, they go face to face. And have a great bodies. Jay Bird and Kevin went... I don't even want to say what you call that. I, yeah. I, basically, I rode Kevin like a horse. <laughs> you yeah, did. He did. And yeah. Kevin was smiling the entire time. Oh, so. good fun. I didn't know it was going to be that fun. <laughs> we were both shirtless, but we were all stone cold sober. I can see if you have some drunk fun in these, you maiming yourself. So yeah, yeah, thank you for the PSA. Be careful with your fundies. It's fun, but watch yourself. Oh, well, someone else was saying we all need to try that naked twister. But not go full, fully naked, naked but if you wanted to get a little weird. I, I don't know if we need to escalate <laughs> this any further. I think we've probably, probably done enough for a while. Yeah. I'm kind of riding high. I didn't that. know that was going to be the beginning of a thing. <laughs> oh, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's just. It's a matter of time before he gets you back in them underwear, Kevin. Uh, okay. It's just a matter of time. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I am riding high on the fundies. I, I, I want to take it to the gas station. I predict Kevin will be back in them before his birthday. I just think oh, it'd be fun heavens. to maybe take me in suits, put go in the fundies, walk around the racetrack, and just get people's reactions. <laughs> just film them. I love it. It may not even be the weirdest thing that's happened there. I'll be your camera girl. You'd let me know what you need. Booked. <laughs> What's on your mind today, Virginia? I wanted to tell you guys a funny story that uh, Panda reminded me of. So, you know, when we had Magnolia's graduation party uh, a couple weekends ago, we had a bunch of teenagers at our house. You were there, Kevin. Oh, you yeah, saw, I saw it. Yeah. It was it was literally crazy town with all these teenagers and the water slide and Uncle Jerry was running food like a McDonald's. I mean, he was getting so many burgers pushed out of that kitchen and the kids were just going nuts. So Panda was walking around. He was going down the water slide and then he took his uh, put his clothes back on and he has these uh, Panda dunks. Those shoes, they're Nikes, but I guess they're very popular with the kids. And so one of Magnolia's friends, who's a girl, she's like 18, like Mag, she's like, who's that guy over there? He's got on the Panda Dunks. She thought it was one of Mag's friends because the shoes, she said, made him look like he was in his 20s. Huh. These Panda Dunks, I guess, are all the rage with the kids. And this girl was literally trying to figure out who Panda was so she could go talk to him because he was in his 20s because he's wearing Panda Dunks. What about the really? Walmart sandals? What do the kids say about that? Those are dad shoes. <laughs> These are terrible. <laughs> Those are terrible. Terrible. Throwing the towel over here. We need to get you some Panda Dunks. Okay, I'm in. They're I mean, the Nike a... ones. He said he found them up on the Treasure Coast Mall like... Uh, 50 bucks cheaper than they have at the Gardens Mall. Can you do, because I know a lot of stuff they'll do, they'll kind of 
have custom stuff you can do? Can you do a Panda Dunks with some pizzas on it? Oh, yes. That's right. Customizing these shoes makes them more valuable. And there's some that are like, you know, worth hundreds or thousands of dollars. Yeah, a lot of my friends, they, they do custom clothing. Yes. That's a thing. That's a big thing. Ever since Panda ran into Big Boy from Outcast, and he <laughs> was wearing the Panda Dunks, my Panda got obsessed with those shoes, and now it is like... He loves them. And when I say my friends do custom clothing, for example, if you know, you get a, a picture of, of Kevin's face, put that on a hat, and then you would be rocking a Kevin Ralston hat. It's it's custom made. <laughs> yeah. No uh -huh. one else has got it. And you can do things like that. It, and it looks pretty good these days. Totally. I could see you wearing a Kevin Ralston hat. Uh, I, in fact, I might get it for you. <laughs> Hell weird for you. Looking back at me and seeing your face on my hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than on your thong. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It does uh, kind of get uh, your attention, though, when you see somebody wearing your face. You're like, okay, all right, okay. What's on your mind, Kev? Um, I wondered if you guys ever have people take their shoes off before entering your house. I was surprised at what this number was because 63% of Americans say they take their shoes off inside of homes. And I have been to homes where people do, and I guess I should probably think about it more because it looks like a majority of people either do take their shoes off or think that you should. I usually ask, especially if it's someone I don't know, and I, if I, I go, do you want me to take off my shoes? Uh, I know people that will tell you as soon as you, you may not even know them that well, and they'll go, hey, uh, take off your shoes, please. And I always thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. I do, too. I think it's an aggressive move to say, now you have to be barefoot because some people aren't prepared to be barefoot. Agreed. What if you don't like your feet? What if you're all jacked up and you haven't had a pedicure in six months and you're ashamed of your toes? And the people I'm talking about that say, hey, uh, take off your shoes, it's not a, a, like, a, a culture thing. They just don't want you wearing the shoes in their house. It's a cleanliness thing. Yes. Yeah. And I get it because right. I have carpet in parts of my house and these damn teenagers, they truck dirt all over it. It's just a part of having kids. So I'm just wondering if I need to uh, put this more at the forefront because I did see that younger adults are more likely to go without shoes than the older folks. So maybe it's something where, you know, if you're an older generation, you should just walk into houses with shoes on, never thought about it, be like, this is what we do. And now people who might be millennial or younger millennial into Gen Z, they are more about, yeah, those shoes are kind of gross. I don't know where you've stepped. I don't want you to trace all that bacteria through my house, to I, leave them at the door. To Virginia's point, I've just seen it get awkward when someone doesn't want to, they, they have ugly Fred Flintstone feet and they were not prepared. It was, yeah. it was a woman that I'm thinking about and she was very self-conscious about her feet. And she had shoes on, and she didn't want to take them off. And She's like, two, it reminds me of a Sex in the City episode. Remember when Carrie Bradshaw went to that party at that people's house? Well, of course. They had everybody take their shoes off, so she took off her Manolos, left them at the front door like they told her to, and then at the end of the party, she goes back to get her shoes, and someone has taken her shoes. Sure, I can see that. So if you have nice shoes, you don't want to do that, because somebody could hijack your shoes. Yeah. I just know in the situation I'm talking about, the one woman didn't want to take her shoes off. But she did to be polite, and then the entire time, all she did was talk trash about the woman who told her to take off the shoes the entire party. So it does kind of, mm -hmm. it can create a conflict. Yeah, I didn't realize it was such a prevalent thing, but 63% of Americans do take their shoes off uh, inside their own homes. 
76% say that they don't ask guests to remove theirs, but of that, I think a majority of them would like for them to remove their shoes. So is that just something when I go into someone else's home as a guest, I should just offer that up to be like, hey, you need me to take my shoes off? I'll take my shoes off if you want. I usually do, especially if they have carpet. I feel I uh-huh. personally feel yeah. weird walking on carpet that's not mine. I'll just ask. Most people really don't don't care. It, in my opinion, or they they act like they don't. Right. I'll uh, have Suits put up a poll. I'm just wondering where our KBJ TV audience is. Would you prefer that your guests take their shoes off before entering your home? Yes or no? Wouldn't you feel weird telling someone to take off their shoes? Yes, I would. Because if you love shoes, if you're a shoe aficionado, you take a lot of pride in those shoes. And Especially if you spent a lot of money on those shoes. Sure, yeah. You don't want to take them off and then leave them by the door, and now you're watching your shoes the whole time, and you can't relax, and maybe you didn't want to have bare feet. This is one of those Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld type of debates. He, Larry David even does an episode about this. He doesn't want to take his shoes off, and the lady freaks out on him. Yeah. <laughs> this right. is a real thing. Well, but, you know, for some people, too, it is quite a process to put your shoes on. Now, some shoes are nice, and they slide right on and off. Other shoes, maybe not so much. Well, maybe you're going to a party, and you've got somebody at the party that likes to zing people, and you know you've got just, I mean, awful feet. Summer toes. If Virginia was drunk at a party, and my, my shoes were off, you don't think she's going to start going into some foot comedy? Of course yeah. she is. It's great material. Yeah. It's good material. Well, Your feet are my muse. And I'm not giving you that at a party. <laughs> I do have some shoes that I need a shoehorn to get them on. And if you're thinking about going to a nice party, let's say somebody was having a nice wine party at their place, and I Ooh. put on my nice shoes that I need a shoehorn to get on, and then I get to their place and everybody has to remove their shoes, I, I guess I'm leaving the party barefoot. Honestly, or in my socks. I don't know. Honestly, y'all, you can wear cowboy boots in my place. I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to take your shoes off when you come in, great. If you don't, that's great, too. Uh, you know, we'll clean the floor. We'll mop. We'll disinfect. We'll vacuum. I'm pretty lenient at my house. The only thing I ask is just don't take a dump on my floor. It's pretty much the only rule I got. Yeah, I mean, Denny's puked on every rug you have, and you weren't even mad. <laughs> no, it, it made, me, made me love him even more. <laughs> Denny's puked on every rug like a cat. I love seeing Denny's act human. It's great. <laughs> so we asked the uh, KBJ TV chat room on YouTube, and 40% would like for you to take your shoes off before entering their home. That sounds about right. So it's almost half. That's... But would 40% out of that 40%, are they going to tell somebody or are they just kind of hope? If I if I lean back to the other survey I was just looking at, 76% won't say anything, but that lets you know how many of the 76% would like you to, 40%. Okay. So they may not say anything, but they're sitting there going, gosh, man, why didn't they take your shoes off? What a jerk. I can't believe, look at Kev over there just walking around with his shoes on, <laughs> tracing so in who knows what. His monkey toes. Yeah. That would never even cross my mind, but you're right. Some people really probably like, oh my gosh, Virginia's got her heels on. What the yeah. heck? So they're not saying anything, but they're stewing about the fact, and they're watching everywhere you're traipsing around their house. Okay. Just an interesting thought. Coming up here in a couple of minutes. Jaybird has a problem with people that have this name. Is it Jaybird or is it the people that have this name? Is there anybody cool that has this name? We'll let you know what the name is next. 
on the KVJ Show. If you got this name, Jaybird thinks you might be a tool. <laughs> maybe it's because he just has never had a good experience with somebody that has his name. And maybe you've got your own name that just kind of stands out. Whenever you hear it, you're thinking, ugh. Because all your experiences with people of this name have been bad. I've had three awful moments with the name. And they're all three different Gavins, but it's Gavin. The name Gavin. Mm, Okay. (laughs) My first experience was when I was younger, Gavin took a girlfriend from me. So that automatically is going to be, oh, Gavin. (laughs) I could see that. Now, the only Gavin I can think of is Gavin Newsom. He's the uh, governor of the state of California, and he's a very handsome man. He's got great hair, but he does have the look of, you know, I I know that I'm better than you. And so I (laughs) I wonder if, you know, can you actually taint and (laughs) destine somebody for the negative by the certain name you give them? Wasn't he the guy that put lockdowns on California? It was like, everybody's got to stay home. Wear your masks when you go out. Don't do any socializing. And then they caught his ass at a dinner party yeah, in a that, restaurant. Yeah, that, that was a guy. A guy wouldn't let you on the beach. <laughs> he closed down everything in the city and then was having a party with like 100 <laughs> yeah. people. And they photographed him like, uh, dude, yeah. do the rules just not apply to you? Right. I know there's a lot of people who really <laughs> like to take a deep dive in on Gavin Newsom's policies, but <laughs> is, it, is it his fault or is it the name Gavin? I, I, I don't know. know. I, I, had, I had beef with a, a guy I played baseball against named Gavin where we got into a altercation, a physical altercation where people broke us up during a baseball game. Oh, wow. And didn't like that, Gavin. He was a punk. Okay. And now we got a new Gavin I don't like. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I wonder. Are there just some people with names that the name almost spoils the person, or is it just your own personal experience? And are there any good Gavins out there? Well, the newest Gavin (laughs) is just so annoying. And I go, wow, man, three Gavins have really done me kind of dirty in my life. (laughs) I hired this person to, this guy named Gavin, through a recommendation. By the way, stop getting stop getting recommendations. It never it never works. You just got to go pick something out of the yellow pages. I think private massage. I wish, I wish I wouldn't trust Gavin <laughs> with those hands on my body. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, was, Gavin's definitely going to explore places he shouldn't. He was there to fix this fan situation. I got okay. I, I had a fan that was broke, so he tells me to order the one. He tells me to order this different kind of fan. The ceiling fan. Yes, he goes. You're going to need the ceiling fan. This is the one you want for me to fix this the right way. So I, it's the link he sent me. Everything, I get that. He comes over and goes, that's the wrong fan. I go, well, this is the one you told me about. He goes, yeah, that's just the wrong one. Sorry, dude. I go, sorry, what? dude. Okay. So then. <laughs> oh, Gavin, you're done. Yeah. If you if you make me order the wrong thing and then you like don't like apologize and go return it for me. Hey, well, cool. Not only that, he didn't fix that fan and now he's ghosting me and I have two, I have two fans now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm calling him out. And that's why the rant of Gavin is gone on. Do you want my guy, Corey? He'll come over. Corey's are a lot better than Gavin's. Are, are they okay? Corey's are okay <laughs> and you're Corey's uh, Corey hasn't done me wrong yet. Can Corey help me sell the one fan? Like, I have too many <laughs> fans now. It's so annoying. I just I when I go in this one room, I it's see lot, two yeah. fans and it just really irks me and then I just go, Oh, Gavin's <laughs> There's another name I hear a good bit that uh, people seem to have problems with, Chad. 
seems to be one of those names that a lot of people will always bring up where it's like, are there any cool chads? I don't know. People just seem to have beef with chads. I hear that a lot. In fact, you know, when your name is used as a negative slur towards other people, don't be a chad. Then you're like, hey, man, what's going on with my name? Yeah, don't be a Gavin. Well, you look at the names. <laughs> yeah. Could Gavin be one of those names we need? Yeah, I mean, you know what happened to Karen's. Is Gavin the new Chad? And he's ghosting me? That's why I'm bringing it to the airwaves. Gavin, what are you doing? What are you doing? And what are the what's the person who recommended Gavin to me doing? <laughs> yeah. They're under The uh, blood is on their hands. It's absolutely on their hands. Can we call them? Yeah. We I can. know they're probably sleeping, but let's call let's them. Let's wake them up, Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am so into that. <laughs> Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. For Jaybird, it's Gavin. He just has a problem with people that have that name. He doesn't really have a good experience with any Gavins. Just one after the other. Is there a name that just kind of stands out for you? The number one answer that I'm getting right now via text, Brittany. Really? Brittany is the one that has very many responses. Uh, One person said, yeah, Brittany's have always stalked me. And they've figured out how to weasel their way into my relationships. I've always had problems with Britneys. And somebody else said, a Britney is always insane. <laughs> how about that, huh? That's funny. Wow. I know, I know a couple nice Britneys. My niece, one of my nieces is Britney. She's lovely. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is a Michael said, I hate Mikes. Mikes are dangerous. My- Mikey's a little bit different. Michael's are different. Yeah. M- Mike, look out. <laughs> if, if they've altered their name, if they've shortened it, and if they've added a Y, you usually have problems with somebody. In fact, there's a lot of names that end in Y, men's and women's names that, oh, I don't know. Got to watch yourself. Mikey's and Britney's. Never met a Donnie that I trusted. Yeah. Uh, I got a story about a Donnie, man. I think we all got a story about a Donnie. Yeah, Donnie's are just rogue. If I had a daughter and I found out she's dating a guy named Donnie, I'm like, nope. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Brandon is a name that has now kind of been hijacked. If you were a Brandon, now it's got all kinds of political connotations. And you see that, and you've got feelings, either positive or negative, depending upon where on the fence you stand. Oh, somebody, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's a, kind of a nickname used for our president. And, you know, some people have kind of, it's kind of interesting how they fight over that name Brandon, but it's now really been hijacked in the political sphere. Dark Brandon is considered good. Let's go Brandon is considered bad. <laughs> it's, it's, what? It's so goofy yeah. out there, man. It's the weirdest thing. And if you're in Miami, which I was a couple weeks ago, I saw somebody with a shirt on that said, Vamos, Brandon. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. <laughs> if you, yeah, talk about a name, you probably are like, oh, if your name's Brandon. Yes. And, and it just sucks if you are an innocent Brandon. And now all of a sudden, just for a dumb reason your name has been hijacked and people are going to have feelings about you because your name is Brandon. We do I thought we talked to somebody whose name was Karen and she said I have changed my name because I don't yeah. I don't even like dealing with yeah. it anymore. No, it's it's become a problematic name to have. Which sucks because if you liked your name, you're not the you're not the one with the problem. You're just a normal Karen. Yeah. I know it shouldn't it shouldn't be an issue and it, how fast did that happen too? Yeah, what if you're just a cool Karen? Yeah, you had oh, yeah. You have your name for 30 years and then honestly, it was a matter of 6 weeks Karen's were ruined forever. <laughs> well, they were they were around for a while but it it crossed it got the, intense. It got it crossed in the mainstream. It yeah, did. It did. Alexa, one product has now got uh it'd be such an issue. And what if you're an Alexa that has an Alexa? Can you imagine in your house 
whenever anybody calls for you, your smart speaker starts going off. You couldn't get an Alexa if you're Alexa. Do you guys have an Alexa? I do, and she hates the Alexa speakers in our house because she's one of Magnolia's friends. It's one of her little good friends. Every time you say her name, the thing lights up. Yeah, it's going to help you. Do you have one of those, too? I did. We don't anymore. Did you guys do like them? Uh, is there, is, are they clearly not because we don't have it anymore. <laughs> are they worth it? Magnolia's got one in her room, but, you know. I just couldn't really figure out what to do with it. <laughs> and it just didn't really seem to ever work the right way that I wanted. Yeah, my sister, my oldest sister showed me fart jokes on it. And other than that, I was like, all right, what else it's got? Like, oh. Rocco figured out how to program it to turn on and off the lights. Wow. Yeah. That kid's good. He just walks in a room and goes, Alexa, turn on the lights. And they go on. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I need to have Rocco come over and work with my uh, smart <laughs> he, speaker. He could easily do it for you. Yeah, yeah he'll he hook it up. Yeah, yeah. Does he have? Is he charged by the hour? No, or? you can pay oh. him in cookies. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Honestly, I, I need a new handy guy. This Gavin guy didn't work out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can Rocco hang a ceiling fan? Hmm. Somebody said for me, it's Brock. 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 It's just. It does have that. It, it's. It's kind of an abrasive name, slightly. Brock. Well, Brock, it's, it's short, it's chunky. It, somebody said, anytime I hear it, I think somebody's throwing up. He's good looking, though. I mean, is he? Okay. Yeah, to, he's, he's definitely better looking than most guys. To me, I feel like Brock is kind of like a, a rich name. Oh, Brock. Brock's over walking with his horse in the park again. He looks good, he smells good. I think you're just mad because he's better than you. Mm hmm. <laughs> Get in the line, Brock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, the experts have ruled in. At what age should your kid be allowed on social media? I'll let you know next. It's KBJ. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jaber just discovered something interesting about the glasses he's been wearing all week long. He's been wearing them for a couple weeks. Look, before we get into this... <laughs> I wonder if Virginia's wrong. <laughs> I don't know if they're what she's saying they are. There is something up with these glasses, but I don't know if they're what she's saying they are. Now, Virginia thinks that uh, you've been wearing 3D glasses because she just tried them. Can I take yeah. a look here? Because you've been wearing them. They're, they're very dark, and they look like normal glasses. Look into the light. Look into like a, a screen. Would have. Look at a screen, and it, it goes wonky and weird. Like it, it's been give, They've been giving me a headache. 
And she's like, oh my gosh, they're 3D glasses. It, it doesn't make any sense that they'd be 3D glasses. Did you get those for free at the movies? <laughs> I, I didn't, I swear. You know you're supposed to put those back in the bucket after the movie. They uh, have kind of a different depth of dark and light. And sometimes when you move your head, they give that. I think it's just uh, a byproduct of them being really cheap. <laughs> it is. It's been giving me. They've been making me dizzy. I feel. I can like. see that. Yeah, I think. I think they're so cheap and bad that. Yeah, I could see that. Something's not right with those lenses. Right. I mean, I, they do. Ha- I know what you mean. Though they they're have wonky. A th- they have a three D effect. Yeah. To them. And when you look at a screen, especially, it makes it go like wow, 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 wow. It's been giving me vertigo. Where did you get those from? I don't know. Okay, you should throw those what away. What gas station? <laughs> Have you been driving with those? I've been doing everything with these. <laughs> and I've been taking aspirin because I've been having headaches, but I wasn't putting it together. I just thought, I don't know. We thought it was cat scratch fever. It was your 3D glasses. <laughs> Dude, they're so dark. Remember the other day, I go, Virginia, I just almost walked into a wall with these. Yeah. <laughs> the walls. It jumped right out. <laughs> How dangerous is that? Closing in, yeah. It's going to be dangerous glasses. <laughs> glasses brought to you by Vertigo. You might want to throw those away. Yeah. 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 Right. Perfect for the guys struggling with new Vertigo. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay, that's those, better. Yeah, those work. So at what age should you let your kids use social media? If you had to guess, what do you think that age would be, Virginia? I mean, I did it all wrong with my kids, but it's probably, the age should probably be 16. You are correct. That's what parents and mental health experts are arguing, saying, heads up, parents, wait till they are 16. It's based on scientific research that shows that the brain's prefrontal cortex doesn't fully develop until around the age of 25, but by 16, the prefrontal cortex does begin to catch up. So they notice a difference, and they say the mind is not developed and ready until that age. So that's the earliest they believe you should get onto social media. I highly stand with it. I think the older you are, the, the better it needs to be. There, there's, there's some kids that are on there, eight or nine. I, I, I just I don't think it's good. Well, unfortunately for me and for parents that, you know, have kids that are like my kids' ages, we all kind of got introduced to social media around the same time. And so I didn't realize how bad it was until now. Now all these studies are coming out saying, oh, yeah, it's bad for you. Well, I didn't know that. 12 years ago mm-hmm. we thought yeah. it was cool 12 years ago sure. i think yeah. it's changed a bit too when social media came i'm not saying that it's not always been pretty you know awful out there but yeah. facebook when it came around it's kind of like oh let's see what mom's doing she lives in ohio yeah. it right was, it wasn't evil in the beginning not as evil <laughs> it, it, now po- it's like tricky and predatory and well politics came into the mix and once all that starts going down it, it starts to get dirty man well, it's cesspool. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, you start having the trolls and then you started realizing that there are people out there that are just on there only to make people feel bad about themselves. And yeah. the, the game really did change. And the thing that's tough is if you have a teenager like I do right now, they were introduced before you realized how truly awful it was. And exactly. So if your kids already had it, it's almost like trying to put the genie back in the bottle. Sure, I understand. And now the kid's all upset, and then they're resentful, and then you got problems because of that. But if you have, like, a younger kid, yeah, and you right. haven't introduced it to them yep. yet, 
this might be a, a teaching moment. Mm-hmm. Listen to us because we probably did it wrong. Right. Yeah. Just uh, kind of have that in your mind that uh, when you're talking about these social media interactive sites, they're recommending 16. <laughs> I don't even know if social media is great for some adults, let alone <laughs> children. Absolutely, no. You should have totally to go right. get a psychological evaluation to make sure you can handle the negativity. Me and Denny's are talking about We think that's the most powerful drug out there now is mm-hmm. social media. Well, you know, as far as schools go, they are banning more and more social media sites. In fact, when kids go back to Palm Beach County schools on August 10th, they will no longer be able to access TikTok on their school-provided computers or devices. They're going to be blocking it. They already block Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So you can't get any of those. They've just added uh, TikTok to the mix. So the one thing, though, of course, kids are so smart, they work around it. They say they've been able to disconnect from the school Wi-Fi and use personal data to hot access spot. certain social media sites on their yeah, devices. If one kid has a hotspot, then you can share it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn kid, it. The kids are clever. Trust me, Rocco's going to figure out how to bring in a router and a hotspot. Oh, the kids are clever and they're, they're smarter than you when it comes to technology. <laughs> yeah. They say the law also bars school districts from using the app to promote school activities. So that's a new thing going into effect when you're talking about social media. Now, the other thing about uh, our kids' minds that has been a huge fight and big debate is what they will call the book bannings or yanking things out of schools. And it just seems like such a ridiculous subject to me that has completely been hijacked and is going in an odd direction. And I saw today there is a rabbi, Barry Silver, that is trying to get the Bible removed from Palm Beach County schools. And he's claiming, hey, look, if other books are removed for violence and sexual content, then the Bible should be removed as well. Um, And, you know, honestly, for the rabbi, I got to tell you, yeah, there is a lot of stuff in there that may not be age appropriate. But we've been doing this with movies and TV shows for the longest time. Why can't we be doing this with books? I mean, shouldn't you have books that are age appropriate and certain grades and ages can access certain material? Well, that's always been my complaint about when people go after songs or movies I go that that's sometimes made made up or make believe or it's people don't do that with books but books sometimes will get a pass but depending on the time period you're right this ain't the first time books have have been under attack yeah I just you know look I'm not a fan of banning anything and I don't know that books are necessarily being banned I think that that has kind of been the uh, term that has been hijacked but to me shouldn't it all be age appropriate age appropriate is, is sounds right to me you, you don't want a bad kid, thing it, yeah of course it's not a bad thing you, you don't want little kids yeah. learning about certain subjects at a certain age right that's not that crazy of a concept I, I agree that's why I just I can't believe this is such a fight and everybody's like losing their minds over it because <laughs> it's like okay well all things age appropriate let's just do that you could do like color coding okay you know the red books are for the little kids the as you get darker on the scale these books are for the older kids yeah. and so you know on the binding of the book if there's a color-coded sticker mm-hmm. only certain kids can read that in their age group and, that, and I, I, I would trust before a book winds up in a school that um, somebody has read through it and there are standards and guidelines they have those when it comes to movies you can use Use certain words so many times. They've got guidelines to make sure that every single movie is rated appropriately. Do the exact same thing with books and make them age appropriate, and then we can stop fighting, right? The problem is people <laughs> can't agree on what is considered inappropriate. What you think is inappropriate, someone's going to say, well, that's not inappropriate, and 
Hence the fight. Well, well then you never got, stop fighting, Kevin. Well, then you got to have a standard. Like I said, the movie, the people who put together, I can't remember what their name is, the Academy of Motion Picture or whatever it is, they're the ones that have established the guidelines and they have somebody that reviews movies. You ever seen that where this movie is not yet rated? It means that somebody hasn't sat down and they haven't gone through it to count up, okay, what should it be rated based on the guidelines we have? Books have the exact same standard that somebody comes up with. Maybe your state and the state of Florida should have that and then we have them rated, and then kids of that grade can access those books. Yeah, I think I think even within the standards community, there's, you know... Well, you got to have a standard, so you establish a, a group that puts that together. And then there it is. People are fighting against the standards, though, is what I'm saying. Well, you create the standard, well, that, and then well, there that's, you go. That's, that's, but that's what happens. Well, they, they're talking are... about certain books with oral sex. Oh. Kids that are second grade shouldn't be getting that. I agree. Okay, so I mean, I think that we could probably sit down and come to common terms and be like, hey, that should be a standard that second graders shouldn't read. And, and I'm not trying to argue. What, I, what I'm saying is the argument would be, well, Kevin, give me examples of what second graders are reading these books or getting taught these books. This is not a real problem that's going on. They would say, where is this happening at? That's not my opinion. That's what oh, the uh, argument you can would name be. exact places where it's happening. Okay, people would, would ask you to do that. And then you, I could cite the sources. Yeah, and that, that has been cited. That's why, to me, I don't see why it's a big issue. To me, just come up with the standards by the state, and then it is age-appropriate. I'm regurgitating what people are fighting about, because I'm with you. I mm-hmm. think standards should be there, and I think if you break the standard, it's wrong. It, it needs to be age-appropriate for children. I'm, I'm 110% yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just saying that's why there's an argument going on. Yeah, I, I really don't even understand. It seems pretty cut and dry to me. They say in Florida there have been more than 2,000 censorship efforts since October of 2021, so they are digging into them, but, you know. To me, this is something that the school board is going to be meeting next month to discuss on the issue. And I know it sounds like it's a big headline that people are going to be talking and fighting about, but I got no problem with it. Yeah, I, trust me, I can pull out many different verses in the Bible that probably are not for all ages. And they do have kids' Bible verses and things like that that you can do, and they have special books for that yeah, that are age-appropriate that take out the stuff that's not good. Like the Jesus loves me, like the song, like the, the peaceful song. That's, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. They don't leave nice, the heavy stories. stuff in the children's Bible. <laughs> the lion tamer came down from the sky. Yeah, right. There's, there's a way to do it. So we'll see what happens with it. It'd be nice if that would be one of the subjects that we could all stop fighting about so much. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, some laws changed in Nevada, specifically laws that have to do with the statute of limitations on sexual abuse. Now, before this law changed, there was a two-year statute of limitations for adults bringing cases forward in court saying they were abused. Now, that... A civil statute has been eliminated, which means there's no statute of limitations. So if anybody ever abused you in Nevada, um, you now can bring forward a case against them. And nine women are doing just that against Bill Cosby. They are all claiming that he drugged them and took advantage of them when they were in various states of comatose or inability to fight him off. 
Um, they are saying that um, he took advantage of them. After some of them, he gave a pill. Some of them, he gave a drink. It's kind of the same story that we've heard right. from more than 60 women total. That's crazy. Nine of, them, nine of them happened in Nevada. And so that's why Nevada mm-hmm. is important now, because nine of them, including Janice Dickinson, say that it happened in his hotel room in Vegas. So those nine women got together and said, okay, the law just changed. Now we can go after him and the courts will have to hear our case, which is good. There's 60 women that tell the same story that he drugged me and then raped me. Two of them were 15. Two of those 60 were 15 years old. This man should not be out on a technicality. We got Harvey Weinstein. Now we need to get Bill Cosby. It's crazy. I was listening to an old radio broadcast from 2005. This is way before the Hannibal Burst joke and all that. They were talking about Bill Cosby and all of the things he'd done. And they were on this broadcast. They're going, he's got to have good people around him because this is just being swept under the rug. And it was at that yeah. point back in 2005, that I think they were five or six women talking about it. So th- this has been around for such a long time. There's now 60 there's 60 crazy. women that have the same story, you know, different states, different ages, but he would do it under the guise of helping them with their acting career. Mm. Most of them were young, trying to get on the Cosby show, and this is how he would do it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> please, somebody be able to make these charges stick. This man should not be out. I know he's 85, and I don't. He's. I, I would. I would hope he's not raping anymore but he deserves to be punished for what he's done and that's the guy that would call comedians up and say don't swear because it's yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. morally got an obligation yeah. you shouldn't be a cursing on your comedy show I mean can you believe that the balls right that exactly insane it's insane <laughs> so stay tuned we will continue to follow this and try to figure out you know what they're gonna do now with this case nine women in Nevada are not kidding around they want this to move forward good In other news, um, it sounds like the prosecutors in that Rust movie shooting are saying they're going to go after the armorer. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed was apparently the underpaid and super young armorer on the set of the movie who was in charge of all the guns and the weapons. And they're saying that she was hung over when she loaded a live bullet into that gun before the gun was handed to Alec Baldwin. How many people are going to try to pin this murder on? Yeah, I guess it's not over yet. Is it a murder? Mm. Is it called a murder? No. Well, involuntary manslaughter charges were dropped back in April, but now the prosecutors are going to go after Hannah, they say, because they want somebody to be held accountable. And they're saying Hannah didn't know what she was doing. She was hungover. She had been drinking heavily and smoking a bunch of weed the night before this (laughs) shooting happened. That's Mm -hmm. what you want, handling the gun part. Well, yeah, yeah, that's just it. I mean, you'll have that negligent homicide and things like that. Like that, where you just should have been in a role of responsibility and you weren't there. And if they can prove that she was uh, intoxicated, hungover, had alcohol or weed in her system when she's supposed to be doing something so serious where an accident can't happen, then, yeah, they could go after it. It's not going to be as severe as a premeditated murder. But, yeah, I mean, she's she's in real trouble if they uh, take this and charge her. Why did they 
hire her. She sounds like the most unqualified person ever to be around well, guns. The movie had a little budget. Yeah. They didn't have money like a big film. You get what you pay for. I know what that's like. You get what you pay for. I, I know. I, I, <laughs> you, cheeseburg. I almost killed Klepto from the snack pack at our last KVJ horror movie. I get it. Low budget directors <laughs> right. are awful. He's got, he, he can have a pending lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I joke about it all the time. I said, when are you going to sue me, dog? <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, fans that are going to see The weekend perform live uh, have been in for quite a little treat. I guess right before he plays his song, Blinding Lights, they're saying that this female voicemail he plays is a voicemail that was left for him right after his breakup from Bella Hadid. And they're saying it's actually a voicemail of Bella. The voice, the female voice that he plays at the concert can be heard saying, hey, it's me. I know it's been a while, but I was just thinking about you, and I'm sorry about everything. Dang. Do you know who also did that very effectively? And it was also Eminem with Mariah Carey. In I know. A battle and a diss rap he did. It's such an it's awesome so song. It's so amazing. And this is why you can't leave voicemails for anybody, because if it goes down, they will use your voicemail in a song or in concert. Eminem took her voice and then had her rapping with him in it. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave no voicemails, y'all. No, do not leave a voicemail. Y'all need to be texting. Don't leave a voicemail. Don't even text. That, that, that's a... That's, don't talk to anybody. Face to face only. <laughs> and that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay, we do have some celebrity birthdays here today. North, West. It's not directions, it's a kid. It's 10. It's Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's child. Neil Patrick Harris is turning 50 years old today. Leah Remini is 53, Ice Cube hits 54, and Courtney Cox is 59 years old. Also, a birthday shout-out to our wild, funny, and sweet one-year-old Leah from Daddy, Mommy, and Big Brother Andrew. And there is her adorable photo on KBJ TV. Aw, sweet baby. <laughs> yes. Great picture. Happy birthday to my beautiful, wild child, Kennedy, a.k.a. Monster Love, Mommy, Daddy, TJ, Caroline, and Ryder. And she's adorable as well. Aww. Love when you guys send in the photos. Great Cutie. Great face with the birthday child. Mail at kvjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. All right, got a four-pack of passes right now to both Rapids Water Park and Lion Country Safari. Some you're going to need to beat the heat. It's going to feel like over 100 degrees in the next three days. We got the hookup for you right now, 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. The KVJ Show. We got a hot ticket for you every weekday here called Camp KBJ. Today it is four passes to both Rapids Water Park and Lion Country Safari. We got uh, Denise on here from Davy. What is going on, Denise? Hey. How the heck are you today? I'm doing great. Good, good, good. My two daughters having mommy summer camp. Oh, what, what have you been doing with your two daughters so far this summer? Uh, going to the library, the nursery. Cute. Okay. And um, that's about it so far. Trying to find all the free stuff. I feel you. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, we're going to kick it up a bit for you. We have got four passes to 
South Florida's biggest water park, Rapids, and also Lion Country Safari that also has a water park there as well. Okay, Denise? Wow, I'm so excited. Yay! They're going to be excited. Yay! That's cool. That's so Aww. much fun. We have fun with them. Okay, Denise? Thank you so much. You're so welcome. We got more. Okay, you too. appreciate it. Thank you. Got uh, more tickets for you tomorrow, Camp KVJ, and all summer long. Can't wait to find out what we got going on next week. Monday morning, we'll let you know. Well, would you rather be 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? Ooh. I know what Vanity Vanna is going to pick over here. I mean, I already feel like I'm really smart, so let's go. 90% hotter, baby. Oh, yeah. All day. Do women get more out of life being attractive than men? I think both sexes get more out of life by being really hot. They do, but yes. my question is, women get more out of being attractive in life than men. A super, super hot chick, I think, does get more stuff than a super, super hot guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think, across the board, for the most part, guys should want to be 30% smarter, women 90% more attractive. I would pick the smarter in a heartbeat. I'm going smarter, but I'm wondering if it's because of the gender that I am. If I were Virginia, would I be like, oh, man, that upset my attractive. <laughs> you got to go a little bit deeper, a little bit more raspy. 90% more attractive. Don't change my voice. I, I want to sound like a troll and look like a supermodel. Your Virginia okay. voice, Kevin, was actually kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't actually a Virginia voice. It was just a common female voice. Was that doing it for you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have eyes that can film everything or ears that can record everything? Ooh. That's a good one. I think the eyes is better. Having video over audio, I think, is more powerful. Yeah, because you can narrate whatever video you pull. Yes, but the only thing that would be frustrating, and I will tell you where the recording would be awesome for the audio, is so often somebody will say, I told you that. And I'd be like, no, I, no, I swear you did not. And the thing that would be frustrating, you could go back and watch the video, but keep in mind, this is video without sound. So unless you're reading lips... And you were looking right at their face, which may not have happened, because so often I'll be kind of in the room, but not, and I'll be focused on something else, and my wife may say something, and then she's in her mind, she's like, oh, I've told him, he knows. To me, you need to make eye contact with me and speak directly to me, knowing that you have my, that I, you have my full attention. Otherwise, it doesn't count. And she'd be like, I told you that. I'm like, there's no way you told me that. And I'd love to go back and rewind it. And I have a feeling it would be like almost, yeah, Kevin, you got to make sure that you pick up Cannon today, too. I'm washing dishes and running around all <laughs> frantic and then nobody picks up Cannon. She's like, I told you to go get him. I'm like, no, you did not. I think you get set up. I feel like I get set up. Yeah, so maybe I need to change that. Maybe I need a, an audio recording of everything over the video. You do have a short attention span. You've got to be you've got to be good to get Kevin's attention. But I also think your family uses that against you. I all the time. Yeah, so I think I got to go with the audio. I've just changed. What are you going with, video or audio, Virginia? Gosh, I don't know. Uh if you're going audio, I'll go video, just because I think it'd be good for our social media. Oh, okay. Uh, Burr, what do you <laughs> like? Likes and shares, baby. I'm going video. 
Yeah. Yeah. People get on you if you don't have video of stuff. You don't have a wife, so it's a little different. You don't need the audio like Kevin does. No. Mm. Well, think about you. If you ever saw a UFO or Bigfoot, what are you going to need? Video. Yeah, yeah, I know. Even when I have video of stuff, like, hey, liar, hey, you're high. You're CGI. Yeah, whatever. It's just, even if you have video, you get called out. <laughs> Would you rather have to wear wet socks every day or only be allowed to wash your hair once a week, once a year? Once a year? Once yeah. a year is extreme. It oh. is, yeah. That's why it's extreme. But wearing wet socks every single day, nonstop. I got my mom's feet... So my feet can take a licking. They, they are just hey tough. Yeah, that sounded, that sounded very sexual. <laughs> that sounded yeah, yeah. They're just the tough feet. Is what I I'm would saying. like yeah. you to lick my feet. They're tough. They're street feet. They, they can take. They can That's take. the feet you don't want to lick. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Big old street toe. Mm-mm. None of this went well for me. I'm not gonna lick that. <laughs> I'm going wet socks, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> wet socks. You'd rather have to wear wet socks every day. Washing your hair once a year, that's so... If you were snuggling with somebody, your hair's going to smell like who did it and ran. Be gnarly. It'd be gross. Even if you have short hair, it'd be gross. It'd be gross, and I would develop an acne problem. That's a big thing for me. If I don't wash my hair like three... Oh, really? Yeah. If I don't wash my hair three times a week... I'll get zits from the oils excreted from my scalp. And you, I think it's a lot of people's issue, and they don't even realize it. And you also uh, you wear rouge, so you you probably battle pimples with that if you're not careful. Yes, you have to make sure your makeup and your brushes are very clean. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can put bacteria on your face and give yourself zits. Yikes. The more you know. <laughs> Would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out at night? night i love the day baby yeah i love a day party i love day drinking i -hmm. love being by the water i love having a little cocktail in my hand a little sassy music playing so i can booty shake yep oh that's just good stuff you'd be missing the beauty of south florida if you were only able to go out at night thank you Mm. i'm much better if you put me to bed by six i'm I'm with virginia i want to be out in the daytime and then yeah I, i my house at nighttime i like I like being there. Daytime, let's go out. Let's go see some stuff. I agree. Mm-hmm. Would you rather get lost in the wilderness or in a dangerous city? Wilderness, a billion percent. Uh, I don't know. I've been lost in the wilderness. I've been lost in a big city, too, so I can speak up. <laughs> Speak about both of these. Yeah. Give me the wilderness. The wilderness. But in the wilderness, I feel like it'd be harder for them to rescue you. At least if you're in a city, yeah, it may be dangerous, but you can call 911 and get help. I'd rather be alone in the wilderness. If it's dangerous American city, I can navigate that. I've me been, too. I've been lost in the wilderness, and it is a horrific feeling. Yeah, Bird, you went wrong on that one. It's traumatizing. Trust me, I do terrible alone in a big city. The wilderness <laughs> is going to be better for the bird. No tall buildings in, a, in the wilderness. Don't try to make me into you. We're all different in our own ways. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Got a lot of really interesting responses when we asked a question on the KVJ Show Facebook page. What was the first big news event that you remember hearing or watching as a child? Okay. Yeah, and I can tell you, breaking it down, too, what were the top answers and in order? What do you think the number one response was for KVJ Nationers on Facebook? Their first big story? Yep. Oh, man, the, the challenger. Okay. 
That had to be a huge one. Yeah. What do you think, Virginia? Is it something different, or is it that? Uh, I'm going to go Adam Walsh. That was So that is my personal one, is Adam Walsh. I okay. remember that being huge. I do, yeah. too. And because I was a kid, and I was like, wait, they're snatching kids out of Sears? My mom always has me in Sears. And the fact that you weren't even in South Florida, because I, I was in Palm Beach County when that happened. It was huge down here, but you people all over were talking about it in the nation. Definitely. Mm-hmm. We heard about it in Louisiana, and my mom always had us at that counter in Sears where you yeah. would order from the catalog. They made that sad movie, Adam. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. Both are on the list. I will let you know where coming up next. Come on, computer. Uh, oh, man. It's messing up your flow. Dead. Dennis! Oh, dead. <laughs> I don't think you can really notice it. No, much. you barely noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Denny's I'll just do the topic now. What, why, now what's the feedback? Uh, oh, boy. What the heck is going on? So what do we do? We, yesterday, another computer's broken. Today, it's this one. Oh, man. Mm, okay. Never mind. We will not play commercials. I got so much <laughs> more in the tank, Coach. What do you need? I can, I can, I can talk about provolone cheese for 10 minutes. Okay, we'll have a 20-minute uh, commercial break coming up. Uh, okay, so what was the first big news event that you remember hearing or watching as a child? Number one on the list, it was the Challenger exploding. Wow. Mm-hmm. This person was in the fourth grade, and they say all the classes at Lantana Elementary were standing outside watching the launch. What year was that? Challenger, I 86, think. 86, I believe. Was it? Okay. Okay, so Adam Walsh was 81. The the Adam Walsh, I remember because it was on the news a lot, and I believe things kind of changed a bit nationally after Adam Walsh. Damn, he died on my birthday. Oh, boy. Whoa, okay. That's weird. Well, they did that movie, too, that got a lot more national attention, and that, again, is how... Busy Bone was found from Bone Thugs and Harmony. He was kidnapped, and they ran a picture of him at the end of the movie, which they had to fight to get in there. And within a year, they found Busy Bone. He got wow. kidnapped. And it was all because of the Adam Walsh movie. Dang. Yeah. How about that? The uh, number two biggest story that uh, somebody remember hearing watching as a child was Baby Jessica. Oh. Falling in that well in Texas. Jamie had uh, commented on that. That was big, man. I was surprised how high that was in the comment section. Because didn't they have a camera on it the whole time? Yeah, it was. It was It was one of the first things I remember was almost wall-to-wall coverage when they really started doing that thing. And it was an ongoing saga. It's like the cameras never left. Another one that I remember, too, and it might have been around the same time as Adam Walsh. Do you, do you guys remember when somebody was poisoning all the Tylenol? Yes. And there was a shutdown of Tylenol, and yeah. people were freaking out. They pulled it off all the shelves. I think that was because, 81, wasn't it? Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. Oh, I the same totally time as Adam remember. That. They changed packaging forever. It did. I remember being a little kid being scared of that. Yeah, the stuff now when you pull off the little safety seals and things like that, it all started because of that one story. Uh, I mean, until then, you could just take aspirin out of a bottle, put it right back on the shelf, and nobody would even know. It's really crazy the way we did things. I yeah. mean, during that time, we are also eating bar nuts. Everyone could just eat bar nuts. It could. <laughs> it's a different time. We just looked at things differently. Now, you should not eat the bar nuts. No. But sometimes they do still serve some bar nuts. That is so nice. so gross. Don't eat the bar nuts, y'all. If you take anything from today's show, don't eat the bar nuts. Uh, third biggest news event that uh, people remember watching as a child was the O.J. Bronco chase and then the trial. 
Yeah, depending on Mid-90s. how old you are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9-11 was uh, pretty much about the fourth biggest uh, response that we got. Lexi was talking about how she was in the first grade, and she said, another teacher came into my teacher's classroom crying because her husband was in one of the buildings that uh, he wound up living but uh, my parents didn't know when the attacks would stop, so they picked us up from school and explained it to us as best they could. I do remember that. That was a really tough thing. If you had young kids, how do you let your kids know what is going on and why? Because it was all over the news and everybody's talking about it. It's kind of hard to hide, you know, keep that from your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fifth biggest story that people remembered was Hurricane Andrew. Christina said, yeah, it was supposed to be the first day of fourth grade for me, and we had Hurricane Andrew instead. Wow. She said, I can still hear those winds howling just like it was yesterday. That is some scary stuff. Fourth grade, I mean, that you are just so vulnerable and young and exposed. You're like, what the hell's going on? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kristen was born in 1982. She said, my first big story was Operation Desert Storm. My third grade teacher had a radio on during class. Uh, listening to the coverage the entire time, and uh, I remember that. In 82 is Desert Storm? No, she was born in 82. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing that she remembered. Uh, Emily said, uh, Adam Walsh, but it uh, got a lot of responses. She said, I was seven, lived in Boca. My mom and most parents wouldn't let kids out of their sight. It was crazy, man. Wow. Lauren said, it was the Princess Diana dying. I remember the song I'll Remember You or the one Elton John did, Candle in the Wind. Uh, and it was playing as the videos of her were on TV. Yeah, that was crazy, man. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of older ones still got a lot of acknowledgement. For my dad, he would probably say President Kennedy's uh, assassination. Yeah, it's so weird when you watch stuff from olden times because you see Kennedy get shot. And then it... And in a documentary, you see it goes. The nation was mourning. The as like as a whole, yeah. even though he was a Democrat, people would be sad that the president was shot, and then the country almost was weeping as one. I don't know if that would happen now. Yeah. I feel like that would be different. It would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, considering where we but are. I guess my question is, was it really like that? Are these documentaries painting how it was in the country, or is that just a documentary? Is, is that just the perspective? Talking to my dad, he, he matches up with what the documentaries say. Okay. Yeah, it seemed like you know everybody was uh, pretty devastated by it. Because they talk about the moon and you know us landing on the moon and how everybody was just so into the moon mm-hmm. in, in our country. But was it really like that? Yeah, I, I believe so. A couple people did answer that, but now we're getting into stories that are a little bit older. And then Michelle said uh, John Lennon getting shot is the one. I still remember the look on my mom's face when she was watching the news. And that's the kind of stuff, man. It's crazy how those kind of stories really imprint on you, right? You never forget where you were, what was going on when something like that hits. If you've got a uh, story, want to uh, read all the comments, you can go to the KVJ Show Facebook page. Denny's got some comedy. A little joke jury on the way. The KVJ Show. Who wants to laugh their ass off? Ooh, I know I do. Ha, 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 ha. He wrote some funny punchlines just for me and you. It's Denny's Joke Jury. Who's ready to laugh? Oh, we're ready to go. A little comedy here for you. What you got today, Denny's? All right, joke one. Uh, what do bats say it's all about when it comes to real estate? I don't know. What do they say <laughs> it's all about when it comes to real estate? Echolocation, echolocation, echolocation. <laughs> they use it's it. bat comedy, yeah, you know. Yeah. They say it's location, location, location. <laughs> I love it. I'm also loving at Virginia's very confused face. I, I don't get it. I <laughs> 
You look like you smelled a fart. I'm so confused. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. No, it's good. It's fine. She's trying. We'll, I am we'll trying. Around. It's not you. It's me. No, no. Well, let's bring it around. Let's see. Uh, what reckless credo is the younger generation of raccoons embracing? I don't know. What <laughs> What reckless credo are those young raccoons embracing? Live trash, die young. <laughs> okay. Live trash, die young, okay. Raccoons for life. Young and reckless as yes. raccoons, yeah. Uh, third joke, uh, what kind of beer does Dracula drink? I don't know. What kind of beer does he drink? Bloodweiser. Oh, okay. Controversial. That's a heater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how did Mufasa express the joys of having a baby? I don't know. How did Mufasa describe the joys of having a baby? He used symbolism. Oh, that's good, too. That's smart comedy. Wow. Dad joke. Impressive. <laughs> and final joke for you guys. Uh, what did the prostitute say when she was ready to leave? I don't know. What did she say? Let's blow this place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very nice. Thank you very much. I feel sleep deprived tired, comedy, too, by the way. comedy for you yeah, guys. Nice right. work. Uh-huh. The KVJ Show. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. <laughs> this... This dirt's going to be kind of annoying. I'm just warning you right now. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I'm giving a trigger warning. Oh, I'm giving no. you a trigger warning because... I, it's weird because I, I hate slash love Debbie Lovato news. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with a one-two punch. But then I'll bring you back around in the end. Okay. <laughs> so we'll start with Demi Lovato. So remember, she made a big deal. She wanted to change her pronouns. She wanted to go by they, them. She now officially is switching back to she, her. Yes. Uh, She's done this for a minute now. She did this, I think, a couple months ago. Well, she's now explaining it and said, look, I've constantly had to educate people and explain my pronouns. It was exhausting for me, and I got really tired. I'm really tired. And it's for that reason that I am just going back to she, her. (laughs) Because she's tired. But then she goes, but I want everybody else to know it's important to keep spreading the word and for them to fight the fight. But I'm, I'm exhausted. I can't but do I'm it. I'm too tired. I just can't. I mean, how good are you for the cause if you've thrown in the towel because you're exhausted? Every, every Saturday, Denny's will send me a video. He'll send me a text. And it's Demi Lovato singing to soothe ghosts. Or aliens, I forget. She's singing, she's contacting them, and she's soothing their trauma through singing. And She's either, soothing whoa. them. Yes, through the, uh, she's communicating, she's talking, she's uh, singing. Are they upset about something? I don't know, but Denny's loves to send it to me just to kind of get me. Does it soothe you? It does not. But I, I need it. I you want it. it. Yeah. I love it. You love it. Um, your one-two punch, here's the two, uh, Kim Kardashian is oh. letting us know what makes her horny, Jaybird. Her biggest turn-on? Teeth. She says teeth is one of her biggest turn-ons. The straighter, the better. The whiter, the better. But she also has a whole list. Um, if you'll stick around, I will go through the list for you. Do I have to? <laughs> no, boy. <laughs> 
Protect her is number one. Uh, fight for her. Also, good hygiene. Also, a calm person with no mommy or daddy issues. Uh, she also insists that her man be patient, supportive, genuinely happy for her success. Okay, honestly, so I really did. I enjoyed the Demi Lovato story. I thought that was fun. Okay, you're on with that. Not gonna lie, this is the one that kind of. Now I'm really you're angry. tapping out on this one. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I could. I'm so glad it's over. What's the next story? Because it just made me so not happy. Uh, Tom Hanks is talking about why he didn't take the role in uh, When Harry Met Sally. Um, I guess his Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail were so huge, and he didn't take them because he was going through a divorce. And he said when Harry met Sally, he would have been sad and not into a relationship mentally at that time. And so it was his own personal divorce that kept him from being able to get into the role. What's a better movie, Sleepless in Seattle or When Harry Met Sally? They're both rom-coms, both around the same time, and both huge. I think Sleepless in Seattle. It's a better movie. It's a better movie. It just is. He made the good choice, I guess. And that's what's going on in your dirt. KVJ. Okay, we're all going to do dumb things. It's just part of being a human. But sometimes we do, we're little kids. Other times, we might do dumb things when we're drunk. Can you tell the difference on what these people were, little kid or drunk adult? All from your submissions from the WRMF app and the mic drop feature. We got uh, Slayton on here. Slayton, what is the dumb thing you did? I hit myself with a brick. (laughs) Slayton hit himself with a brick. (laughs) Big dummy? Or was he a little dummy? What do you think? Little kid or drunk adult? Hit himself with a brick. Oh, man, I've done it before. As a little kid and as a drunk, drunk adult. As a, yeah. I'm going to go drunk adult. You think drunk adult on that? Yeah, because I've been working with bricks of late, and I have hit myself. It's easy to do. Oh, it is easy to do. Okay. Uh, Virginia, what do you think? Little kid or drunk adult? I'll go little kid. Yeah, mix it up. Yeah. Little kid. Okay. I'm going to say drunk adult just because bricks are heavy. They are oh, heavy, man. and they're, they can hurt your hands, too. If you're drinking, I, I don't recommend it yeah i think it's going to be harder for a kid to maneuver so i I will go with the uh, drunk adult on here what were you slayton i was a drunk adult i was convinced this guy was sleeping with my girlfriend so one night i was out with some friends getting hammered and i had a bright idea when i saw a brick laying in a parking lot so i had my friend drive me to this guy's house and i got close to a bedroom window threw the brick as hard as i could Unfortunately, to my surprise, the brick bounced off the window, came back, and hit me in the face. I guess he had hurricane windows. I don't know. (laughs) No one was home, fortunately. But he was banging my girlfriend, and they're married now. Wow. Wow. That is layered. How about that? And it gave me a good idea with my hurricane windows. We could try a stunt with Jaybird and a brick, just saying. Do you want me to dress up as a brick and run through your window? (laughs) No, I want you to. See what I can do? I want you to headbutt a brick off my window. Both both of our ideas are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Dress up as a brick. I'm with Kevin. What? (laughs) Even as I was talking about my idea, I knew it was awful. And then you you kind of bailed me out by giving me a worse idea. So thank you. I'll see your bad idea and I'll raise you. Dress up like a brick is way worse than just catch a brick with your forehead. You bailed me out of an awful moment. And I thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How about uh, Denise's story here? What did you do that was dumb, Denise? I peed my pants on stage and 
everybody laughed at me at a birthday party. Oh, this is a tough one, Kev. This could go either way. Okay, what are you thinking, Bird? I feel like kids pee a lot. More than drunk people, right? Yeah, I'm going to go kid. Let's go little kid on this one. Go yeah, little kid? I feel like little kid is the right way to go. Okay. Got to go a uh, little kid on this. Okay. All right. So I am going to go, just for fun, I'm going to go drunk adult. I like it. What were you here, Denise? I was a little kid at a birthday party. My mom didn't let me drink soda unless I was at a party. So I was downing it like I'd never see it again. I probably housed a whole two liter before I was called on stage for story time. <laughs> this clown was reading a story only to me, which was weird already, but I guess the point was to scare one kid at a certain part of the story. And the clown lunged at me. I freak out and I fill my orange jumper with two liters of Coke. The other kid saw it and started laughing and pointing. Now I hate clowns and soda. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, why is it clowns want to try to scare small children? I don't know if they try to. Sometimes they just do, too. Not well, all of them want to, but yeah. Well, this clown, his whole gag was to try to scare one kid and then have the other kids laugh at him. Doesn't that seem like a sadistic trick? That's a Pennywise kind of a thing to do. Yeah. It's very it-like. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm uh, feeling that. I, I get why you don't like uh, clowns. Okay, and uh, one more here for a little kid or drunk adult. Troy has got a story. What is the dumb thing you did, Troy? I stole money from a bunch of Girl Scouts. Oh, dang. That is evil. That's evil. Okay. <laughs> Poor Girl Scouts. I hope you were a little kid and just didn't know any better. Let's hope it's a little kid. It's I mean, got to be. Could a you imagine kid. a drunk adult stealing money from Girl Scouts? That's jail time, baby. Yeah. I just remember there was a big story here locally when a teenager stole they Girl did, Scout. Yeah. And then she doubled down and did a very jerky interview on the news. Yeah, right. And they came for her. As they should. Remember yes, that. It was awful. Yeah, that was rough. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say, uh, please be a kid. What were you here, Troy? I was a little kid. It was uh, the late 90s, and I desperately wanted a Game Boy, but money was tight, and my mom wouldn't buy me one. So. I saw these girls I knew from school and saw they were selling Girl Scout cookies at the grocery store, and they had a wad of cash. So I went up and talked to them. When they weren't looking, I snatched their cash and took off. I may have only gotten 100 feet before they tackled me to the ground and started kicking me. They took the money back, and then one of the girls spit in my face. The story wow. was all around the school on Monday, and I never lived it down. That's a, that's a hard troop there, huh? <laughs> Good goodness. for them. Wow. Vengeance was swift with them Girl Scouts. Yeah, you got to check and see if they got their Taekwondo sash <laughs> before you uh, go steal their money. <laughs> Dang. My KVJ show. Well, we got it from movies. If you want to find out how awesome something is, we give it a percentage score, 0 to 100. The closer to 100 you get, the better it is. So imagine if we did this concept with humans. Everybody gets a Rotten Tomato score. What would you rank everybody? This is the overall picture, just everything. It's everything you offer to humanity. Okay. Yeah. From whatever your craft is, to your skills, to your overall personality, what you give back to society. We're talking about Tom Hanks, who has very high marks on Rotten Tomatoes' site when it comes to his movies. Seems like a good guy. 
Loved his little commencement speech that he delivered to Harvard a couple weeks ago. That was just laugh out loud hilarious. Seems like a pretty good dude. I mean, Tom Hanks has got to be well over an 80%, right? I mean, movies typically are 85 to 100%. Yeah, don't they call him like the equivalent of the America's sweetheart, but for the men? Y'all, he got political, so oh. it's going to be... Mm. It's, it's, I don't give a crap, but yeah, the... the, the some people have turned on Tom Hanks. Okay. Some people have. If I were going to give him a personal, my personal Tom Hanks score, it's 92%. He's a 92% to me. Do you have a personal score for Tom Hanks? i give an 82. I didn't know about the political stuff. So i give him an 85 yeah. It probably would have been higher had he kept his nose out of it. Like Dolly Parton, she won't talk any kind of politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's smart. Also, I'm not I'm not knocking him down so much for the political talk. I just I kind of I, I don't know. I don't love Tom Hanks I guess as much as everyone loves Tom Hanks. I get okay. him, like I'm, I'm with right. Virginia like in 82. Okay. What about Dolly Parton? What would her Rotten Tomato score oh be? Oh my gosh, she's darn near perfect. She's probably a 98 for me. That's so high. I know. I, I, but I gave her a straight up 90, which I think is a high score as well. You do? Okay. I, I don't, I think she's an awesome person, but we're, we're, we're judging on everything, right? Yeah. The music. Everything, yeah. I like a lot of her music. I don't love a lot of her music. So I'll give a 90. Kind of agree with you on that. As a person, she'd be 100, but, uh, and it's been a while since she's even had a massive hit. What I like, I like, but I don't love her music, so that's why I don't, you know, we're not just grading her on the human, we're grading her on the overall overall thing. Yeah. I hear you. 93% for me on Dolly Parton. 93? Now. 93% because she's that just seemingly awesome, and I love that all shucks. And We all gave her a 90% though. <laughs> yeah. Jolene? Jolene is my cut. It's one of those songs everyone loves, and I do not like it. Really? I, I just stopped Dolly Parton shaming me in front of everybody. Damn, I can't believe you don't like Jolene. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't know this about you. It kind of changes everything. Well, I still like a lot of her music. Put nine to five on your boys. Nine to five is the best. Dancing is islands in the stream. I know you love that. We butchered that at karaoke one time. Oh, it was awful. It was so bad, Kevin. (laughs) What about Taylor Swift? If you had to give her a Rotten Tomato score, what is Taylor Swift? I mean, most of her fans have put her at a complete one hundred. Agreed they would. Massively talented, great songwriter. Amazing songwriter. Always giving, doing cool things to people, runs everything very well. Except that love life. I don't know. She had a little speed bump with that Maddie guy. That is a little rocky. And I think uh, I think the turbulence on her love life, yeah, that, that did knock her down probably a couple points. Sometimes I feel like she doesn't love men sometimes. Well, I get extra points for that. That's why you're not 100% either, Virginia. <laughs> You're right, tomato score. We'll do you next. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we need to start getting those in. We need to start, uh, yeah. What's the KBJ's Rotten Tomato scores? I'm sure people in the chat room will have a couple of uh, grades for us. I would put uh, Taylor Swift at a 94. That's my personal Rotten Tomatoes of her. What do you think, Virginia? I would put her at a 91. 
Will the real Virginia please stand up? I know you ain't got that much love for Taylor Swift. You are afraid of the Swifties. I kind of come around in the past couple of years. I used to be very like, all right, what's all this about? And then I really started listening to the lyrics, Jay Bird. And they got to her. She won me over. I never thought the witch would, would cower down, but they got to you. I do think she held on to that Maddie guy too long. She should have let him go. Catch him, release, cut him loose as soon as his drama started. But she was defending him for a little too long. I did not like that. That's why I give her a 91. Okay. 80. 80? Damn. Wow. <laughs> Tough judge, man. <laughs> Dang. No, he's We're, the Simon Cowell. No. Wow. 80 on Taylor Swift. Only because I want someone to have some balls around this place. Virginia's scared. You're scared. I'm not scared. Would you guys ever listen to Taylor Swift unless WRMF is forcing you to? I like it. I like her stuff. I recognize the talent and the I ability. Do. Yeah, that's I agree on that. Doesn't have to be my style to appreciate what she does. I think she's wickedly talented. I really do. I, th- I, I think Taylor Swift is so talented. Yeah. And then I, why do you hate her? I don't hate her. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you what does knock her down a little bit is the Swifties. They they're, they're too harsh. They they. You put, can't blame her for that. You put. Yeah, you can. I just did. Oh. Mm, I see why you judge so harshly. Then. It came for me, Kevin. He don't care. I love Shake It Off. She also, you know, she went after John Mayer. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Kim Kardashian. What Rotten Tomatoes score does she deserve? <laughs> 100% being the top score. Virginia, we'll start with you. Where would you rank Kim Kardashian? I would give Kim a 79. Because there's a lot of things that I like, but then, of course, there's a lot of, like, cringy. 79. Okay. I, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to give her a, a relatively strong score. I'm going to put her at 74. Kim Kardashian gets a 74%. It's fair. I think in the 70s is fair. you got to respect the woman for what she's done. No. <laughs> no. Again, I don't, I yeah. don't have to do anything over here. Yeah. Die. Oh, yeah. my gosh. We saw what you gave Taylor. I mean. <laughs> I, but here's the other thing, too. Y'all, yeah. I, we, we differ in how we give Netflix scores, Rotten Tomatoes scores. I've noticed that. Okay. You guys give very high scores, and and sometimes when you'll when someone gives an eighty, which I personally think eighty is a high Netflix Rotten Tomato score for a movie. Yeah, I'll hear Kevin go, "Oh, I did eighty, almost kind of like it's not that good." Eighty's a high score, y'all. Eighty for Taylor Swift. I thought that's a very high score. It's the overall picture. For Kim Kardashian, I'm giving a sixty. Okay, still passing. All right. What about Kanye West? Ooh. You could argue the genius of the music that like he used to once his, create. I like some of it. I don't like all of it. There's a time in his music when I thought, wow. But I don't know. The stuff as of late is not the same Kanye of 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 Music brings him way high. Everything else that he's been doing, yeah, it's tough. It is tough. He got that new wife dressed up like she's wearing a black body condom. I'm like, what the hell is that? I give him, he's, he's a little weird for me. A little I'm give, weird. I'm giving him a 50. As of right now, Kanye, Rotten Tomato yeah, score. I'm going to. And I don't really love it. I, I The songs I like, I love. I don't love his music. I'm going to go 54 on Kanye. Yeah, I'm with you. He's in the 50 mark with me right now. Okay. That feels right. Okay, Kanye West belongs in the 50s. <laughs> and he didn't always used to be that way. 
No, you're right. Elon Musk, if he had a Rotten Tomatoes score, what would it be? So I don't know a lot about Elon. I don't feel like I understand Elon. Elon might be an alien. A lot of genius. He's, you know, know putting a lot of things. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he's got things uh, from space to the Teslas to the tunnels to everything else that he's working on. He seems like, you know, he is a human that we could use and do need. But, yes, he is very opinionated. He likes to pop off. He's been rocking the boat a lot lately. Still going to put him high 70s, probably about a 77 for Elon Musk. With his contributions. Yeah, I'll go 79. Okay. 1% below Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm already getting people coming after me for giving her an 80. <laughs> I thought that was a good grade. We know where you live, Jay Bird. <laughs> that was a high score. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be pandering. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Take your best shot. Come get me. <laughs> Hopefully you shake it off. <laughs> I have a hard time shaking anything off. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. I will give Elon, I'll give him a, a, a 70. Okay. I don't know much about him. Got you. Okay. Uh, people are asking, okay, who would be the closest to getting 100? Uh, would Betty White have gotten 100? Would Keanu Reeves get 100? To me, those would be two celebrities would be the closest to getting that mark. To me, it's 95 and above, easily for both of them. And... Yeah, I think that's uh, where I would be. You guys, uh, would you give them lower scores? I think Keanu and Dolly, they're all living in the same realm. Yeah, I, like, they just do it right mm-hmm. all the time. 90 percenter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any uh, thoughts? You can always pop off 877-979-WRMF. You can always jump into the KVJ TV chat room by going to YouTube and looking for the KVJ show. Coming up here in a couple minutes, game we haven't played in a while called Who is Legit? We're going to have two people coming on with us here in just a second. One of them is going to be who they claim to be. The other person is going to be a fraud. We each get to ask them a question. The person who is legit must answer honestly while the imposter tries to answer the best they can. And then we got to guess who is who. Who's legit? Who's the fraud? Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Who is legit? That is the question that we have here today. We got two people here, Ricky and Jason. One of them is who they claim to be somebody who was a pro wrestler for like 12 years in South Florida. They were a referee, a GM, and they also wrote storylines, so they say. This is exciting for me because I love this world. I think I'm going to be able to sniff the, the imposter out. You think so? I do. Okay, all right. So you each, we each get one question here, and then we've got to put in our vote who we think is legit and who is not. Love it. Okay, we got uh, Ricky here. Hello, Ricky. Hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing, bud? Well, hanging in there. Good, good, good. And we also have uh, Jason on here. Hello, Jason. How you guys doing? Good. All right. So apparently one of you was legitimately a pro wrestler for 12 years here in South Florida. And you're a referee, uh, GM, and you also even wrote storylines for it. Okay. Um, Okay, I am going to ask... What names did you wrestle under while you were a wrestler, Ricky? 
I wrestled as Ricky Shane. I also gave myself another name, Sultry Eric Adams. And I also wrestled under the Puerto Rican Lion, uh, Jose, Jose uh, Valdez. <laughs> the Puerto Rican Lion, Jose Valdez. I don't want to hey. fight that guy. Mm. The Puerto Rican Lion? He'll eat you alive. Okay. All right. Uh, how about you, Jason? Uh, what names did you wrestle as? I worked under the name Justin the Fish Fishbein. Justin the Fish Fishbein. Okay. All right. Justin the Fish Fishbein. Is that strike? <laughs> less intimidating. Your... I don't know that one. <laughs> He's less intimidating than the lion. <laughs> Are you the Puerto Rican lion or Justin the Fish Fishbein? I mean, which animal are you going to be uh, more terrified of? I mean, I'd like to have the fish for lunch. Yeah, but I mean, do you... Are you scared to, to wrestle that, that person? Not at all. Okay. Virginia, what is your question here to try to find out which one of these was a legit professional wrestler? What is your favorite match of all time that you've ever seen in the ring? Okay. Ricky? My favorite match I've ever seen of, of all time. Does it involve me or it could be just one that I watched? Just one that you watched. Oh. Well, I really enjoyed. I, I really enjoyed watching Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan at AEW. Um, it was in New York, and I, I was at AEW um, a Dynamite in New York last September, right after the pandemic. It was the, my first time back in an event after the pandemic, and it was great to see those two guys wrestle live. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason, what about you? The favorite uh, match you've ever seen. One of my favorite matches that I've ever seen, unfortunately didn't get to see it live, was uh, Hell in a Cell with Undertaker and Mick Foley when uh, Mick was actually uh, thrown from the top of the cage, went through the announcer's table, went back down underneath the cage, actually uh, stood up with his tooth through his nose. Oh, my gosh. Tooth through the nose. We all know about that one, Virginia. (laughs) Hell in a Cell, too. Okay. All right. Uh, Jaybird, what is your question here for who is legit? What is your personal definition when someone says one of the, the boys in the back is a mark in the business? Okay. Ricky? My personal definition is someone who uh, takes what the fans are saying on Twitter to heart or they get into that shape if they're losing. If you are, if you complain that you're losing a match, that mean, that, to me, that makes you a mark. We're going to pay it either way, and it's not real. So just lose. You know what I'm saying? We're paid to win. We're also paid to lose. Just lose. That's my, that's my definition of a mark when you take this too seriously. Okay. Okay. All right. When you take it too seriously, uh, do you have a different definition, Jason? No, it's pretty, it's pretty much accurate there. For being a mark, you know, it's – you know, you're you're giving in to the to the whole thing that uh, you know that it, that it's that it's real and you know that it, that it's you know you're just you're for Mark it's more that you're just you're a target for the wrestlers really. <laughs> mm, you're a target for the rest of the group. Okay, that's uh, in a you sense know, of being a Mark. Did you say you're a target for the wrestlers or the rest of the group? Well, no, for the for the for the rest of the group there. Okay. Hmm. All right, so we heard from Ricky. He was the first person we talked to, and then we heard from Jason. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I thought uh, Ricky had better names than uh, Jason did to uh, wrestle under. Uh, he was Jason the Fish Fishbine. Uh, the Puerto Rican line I really liked. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think Ricky had better wrestling names. Uh, Virginia, do you 
get any kind of feeling as to who might be legit and who is not. I find it hard to trust a guy named Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> my, my vote is for Ricky being the real wrestler. Okay, uh, Jay Bird, uh, what did you get? What did you gather from their explanations trying to explain how they were a pro wrestler for 12 years? Ricky sounds more legit to me. But, funny enough, they both do know enough about wrestling. Okay. It, it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Well, I feel like the last question was tough for Jason because I think Ricky kind of stole all the shine. There wasn't a lot left to go on with that. The one thing on their own personal experience, though, about watching a match, Ricky had talked about something that he'd seen live. Jason has something that he watched on television, which... It's well-known, too, that match. It it's is. a well-known match, yes. Right. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of leaning with you guys... Uh, just because I, I think it's because I really like Puerto Rican Lion over Jason the Fish Fishbine. That just, to me, I, I hate to say it, it's a terrible wrestling name. Ricky was pretty good on the stick, too. Not that Jason wasn't, but Ricky kind of had a wrestler's shtick on the stick. I want to do one more quick impromptu thing before we do this. Uh, if you did spend 12 years doing it, because I think this is a big part of it, right? How you sound on the mic as a wrestler. Um I want to hear just, and it only has to be like maybe like five to ten seconds, something like that, ten oh, seconds long. You want them to cut a promo. I want them to, well, is there, is there a technical term for this, yeah, Jaybird? It's called cutting yeah. a promo. Cutting a promo, yes. okay. So I want you to cut a promo for wrestling here, Ricky. Let me hear what you got. Let me tell you, please hold marks on Twitter. They want to sit and judge everybody, judge us by our work rates. The only thing you need to judge us by is how much we win, how much money is in my bank account. Puerto Rican Lion is freaking loaded, brother. Okay. So he's talking smack. He's hyping up his character. Cash. Gosh, I love Puerto Rican Lion. I love this part. This is so fun. Okay. I can't wait to hear the next guy. Okay. All right. Uh, Jason, uh, can you cut a promo just about maybe five, ten seconds long? You know, Puerto Rican line, I'm so sick of tired of hearing all these lines. To me, once you get in the ring, you'll be purring like a little kitten. Oh, meow. Okay. Jaybird, who do you think had the better promo? I don't know, man. They both are kind of good. <laughs> Puerto Rican line purring like a kitten? I don't know. I like both of these. I, <laughs> I like Ricky's intensity, but I, I kind of like the... I like Jason towards the end. Jason's with, diss was good. With the wit. Gosh, does that, I mean, 12 years is a long time. You'd think you'd be able to cut a pretty good promo. Can I ask them one more question? Or is it over? Uh, it's okay. technically over. Okay, legally, right. it's over. You only legally. get that one question. Yeah, legally, it's over here. And I got to, they're telling me, unfortunately, I can't change the rules. They're letting me know I got to abide by the rules here. It's just, this is wrestling we're talking but about. But you're Vince McMahon. No. You can change the rules. If this is a hardcore match, there are no rules. <laughs> Okay, going on that, do you want to change your vote? Are you still sticking with Ricky, Virginia? I'm sticking with my gut. I'm going Ricky, but I think Jason did great. I do, too. I, I agree with exactly what the witch said. I flipped. Oh! I flipped. I'm going with Jason the Fish Fishbine. <laughs> He's the real wrestler. We're going to find out the truth next. It's KBJ. Okay, who's legit? We talked to... Ricky and Jason, only one of them, though, was actually a pro wrestler for 12 years here in South Florida. They're also a ref, a GM, and even wrote storylines. Ricky known as the Puerto Rican Lion when he wrestled, and Jason was Jason the Fish, is what he went under. We even heard them uh, do a promo where they talked a little bit of wrestling smack. 
And I got to tell you, that kind of maybe flipped me. I'm going to maybe vote for Jason on this as being the one who's legit. Jaber and Virginia, you're both sticking with Ricky here, huh? I feel good about the lion. Okay. <laughs> the Puerto Rican lion. All right. Ricky? Yes. Are you legit? Nope. Oh! Whoa, the lion Puerto is lying. Lion is lying. <laughs> wow! You got us. Oh my gosh, Jason, you're the legit? I am. Wow. Look Dang. at you, Kevin. Oh my gosh, I'm stunned over. Oh my gosh, I am stunned over here. Bird <laughs> got duped by the fake wrestler. I'm the guy that picked him. So, do you both like wrestling? Yeah, I'm a big wrestling fan. Okay, I was going to say yeah, you I've did been good. Watching since I was five. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that was, that was uh, tough. Jaybird, you'd said you'd have one more question. That uh, you wanted to do, what was your question going to be? I was going to see what your guys' finishing move was and what, what it was called and, and how do you perform it. Every wrestler has that? Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be modern day. It's kind of a thing, your finisher or something that's important. Jason, did you have a finishing move? I had one that I had developed. I never actually got to use it, but it was going to be the hook, line, and sinker. Oh, oh no. for the fish. Gosh, I love wrestling so much. The hook, line, I just and love it. It's so great. Chasing the fish. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you both did an amazing job. Thank you yeah. very much because that was not easy. Oh, nice was, work. You, you almost fooled all of us. So thank you very much, Ricky and uh, Jason. Cool. Thanks for sending us that message. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Um, I want to tell you, because we put the call out on the KVJ Show Facebook page, anybody who either has an interesting job or you've got an amazing life story, uh, that's what we're looking for and who is legit. So if you've got something that kind of stands out, just send us an email, mail at kvjshow.com so we can get you on this segment. We can do that again? Oh, I want to do it every week. Yeah, this with, with wrestlers again is what I mean. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> wrestlers are forever retired. We blew it. Well, Kevin coming has back to change. Wrestlers or not. Kevin's going to change up the category so I'll, we can actually get a point. I, yeah. I, had, I had great fun. Wow, what a twist that was, though. Yeah. Huh? Dang, how about that? The fish was real. They got weights and fish. That's what the chat room said. <laughs> <laughs> what, they got weights and fish. They got weights and fish. There we oh. go. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. KVJ. Ow. There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the noon. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! I'm sure Rocco would love to live in one of those smart homes. <laughs> he would. That's where everything is just connected together and it all works together. Your refrigerator, your washer, your dryer, your thermostat. It's all connected. The lights, the TVs. I'm intimidated by it because I don't know how to work all that stuff. And so if like one thing goes out, does everything go out? Mm-hmm. Well, one guy kind of found out as Amazon took the bold move to shut off this dude's entire smart home. Why? One of their drivers claimed that the automated doorbell that he had said something racist to them. They called the company and Amazon's like, oh, yeah, we'll show you. Turned his whole house off. He couldn't do anything. Nothing would work at his entire home. What did the doorbell say? Well, that was just it because they started to do an investigation of the guys in his home. And he's like, what the heck is going on? Nothing works in my house. And Amazon's like, sorry, man, you said something bad to our driver. 
And he's like, he had headphones in. And that was the whole thing. But he had this big fight with Amazon. And apparently there was a lot of back and forth. And Amazon didn't release his smart home until they did a full internal investigation and realized that maybe he didn't. And it could have been our driver that actually heard something that he didn't. Oh, my gosh. Amazon. Okay. You investigate first. And then you decide whether or not you're going to shut off the house. You don't shut off the house while you're investigating. That's rough, man. What That's y'all, rough. Of, Can you well, imagine that? If you, if, you did, if you honestly didn't do anything wrong, yeah. now you're labeled as a racist and your house is shut off. That's, yeah. that's horrible if that's what that's happened. That's the here. power you're giving up when you do one of these smart homes. Amazon said, we work hard to provide customers with a great experience while also ensuring drivers who deliver Amazon packages feel safe. In this case, we learned through our investigation that the customer did not act inappropriately and we're working directly with the customer to resolve their concerns while also looking at ways to prevent a similar situation from happening again. But Amazon apparently feels like they have the power, should they deem to, to oh. shut your house off if they want. Well, that's a reason not to get an Amazon smart house. Thanks for warning me that you guys can clown me like that. Well, I, I stand with Virginia on that. If someone makes a claim, you got to investigate it. You can't just side with somebody. You don't shut the house off before you investigate. Because look at that. He, he didn't do what they said. Aren't we innocent until proven guilty? Wow. Oh, that's, that's weird. That's kind of crazy. But if you're wondering about artificial intelligence and all that kind of stuff, imagine if uh, a chatbot deems you to be offensive and decides to shut off. One delivery driver can shut down your whole house? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little bit crazy. Pretty crazy. And that's uh, what happened. So you can imagine if they did not use any kind of uh, racist language, why they might have been very surprised that nothing in their home would work and how frustrated they might be trying to get it to work. I'm going to the yeah, woods. How can a guy with headphones on think that he heard anything clearly at all? Like, oh, no. That's... That's oh, no. scary. Yeah, it's I scary. Might have to do a deeper dive to find out what the ins and outs on that were, but that's the surface story on that. But yeah, probably worth looking into. Just say, uh, so what are the uh, little rules on Amazon being able to turn off your smart house? No one should be able to turn off your smart house at the drop of an accusation. Well, that happens sometimes that someone will get accused of something and then they, they get temporarily suspended while the invest. You can say things and someone's life can be put on hold by just someone saying something. I mean, that, that is true. It, it doesn't feel right. Virginia just it doesn't pu- feel right. Virginia just punched me, Kevin. <laughs> she just, the, yeah, camera right. was, the camera wasn't on me. She did. She punched me, though. I'd like to. <laughs> well, there's a group of teens in Deltona, Florida that have been playing a fun little game. They've been putting on masks and trying to kick in front doors in the middle of the night. Oh, my gosh. That's how you get shot. This is Florida, teens. <gasps> Are you insane? One of the homes, the husband was coming to the door with a gun before they got away in a getaway vehicle. But they're saying this is why you don't do this. People <gasps> like to shoot in Florida, and people lately like to shoot through doors in Florida. So this door-kicking challenge that's going on on TikTok is a bad idea anywhere, but especially in Florida. With that said, if someone's kicking down my door, I assume they're there to murder me. Of course. And I'm going yeah. to try to, you know, I don't have a gun. I do know YouTube karate. I'm going to try to defend myself. <laughs> you're, you're good as dead. So dead. Gosh, <laughs> please don't try to kill me. And I'm just throwing that out to the public. <laughs> please, everyone. Please, just be cool. <laughs>
19-year-old James Colasanti was arrested in Palm Coast, Florida after he threatened two people with knives because they refused to give him a ride to GameStop. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. That's a little harsh. What? Sheriff's office, put your phone down and come out. Throw that knife in your pocket on the ground. Put the knife in your pocket on the ground. Don't touch whatever's in your pocket. Yes, so he uh, had a knife and uh, apparently threw it at one of the people and then took off running, and that's where you pick up the body camera of the cops finding him after he jumped into the yard of a high school. So, oh, boy. People are strange, man. There's some great body cam stuff out there on YouTube. You're where you right. Go, oh, my gosh. People getting squirrely. People are squirrely out there, man. A cop in Orlando was fired after he was caught speeding to work and then got argumentative with the officer who pulled him over. Yeah, if you're in the wrong, you best be sweet. Speaking of videos that are on YouTube, there are so many videos where the cop pulls over somebody who is blatantly wrong. They've either ran a red light or they've ran some. It's all on camera. You see it happen and they doubled down. And they come out with the worst attitude towards the police when they're wrong. It's not the move, I'm telling y'all. Go run a red light. Go, well, what, what probable cause you got pulling me over? You ran a red light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn your douche down. Oh, my God. You really need to, in that moment, be like, look, I know. I'm so sorry. I ran the red light. Bruh, please show mercy. Because maybe he can make it a little less painful on you with the fines and the ticket. Here's a little bit of what that sounded like. <laughs> You going to pull over? What? Do you... I'm going into work, my man. Why are you trying to pull me over as I'm going Because you're work? going 80 and a 45. I am going into work. Okay, where are you going to work What does it look for? like I'm dressed for? My name is Deputy Hilton, and they see your driver's license. No. Tim, for I got a city odd uh, Orlando PD taking off from a traffic stop. Oh, and then he took off. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, it's a cop on a cop. Cop on a cop. And then the other cop's like, I'm trying to get to work and I'm speeding to work. And then he said, I'm not going to sit around for this. I'm going to work. He was doing 80 and a 40? Those are some of the best videos when cops pull other other cops. And when the cop doesn't give the other cop a break, the cop that's speeding gets so mad. There's a lot of videos like that. 80 and a 40. That's a lot. Well, there's no emergency. Right. I'm just late for work. You're You're not going to a crime. What a uh, weird misunderstanding this was. A drunk man in Canada claimed that he complimented a woman's perfume, and she responded by threatening with a gun. (laughs) Seems a little harsh. What she said was, Juliet has a gun. But that's actually the name of her perfume. So the (laughs) drunk man thought that she was threatening him, but she was just doing what he asked and giving her the name of the perfume. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. How drunk are you? <laughs> oh my gosh, she just threatened me. <laughs> There's a uh, former morgue manager at Harvard Medical School that is facing federal charges for allegedly stealing, selling, and shipping human body parts. Whoa. He had access to including one guy who was taking the human skin to tan to make uh, leather products out of. <gasps> He was making leather out of humans? If you saw the face and the tattoos he had on it, you would think he would be the kind of person that would want to wear human skin around his body. I know I know. we say there's weird stuff going on out there, but there really is. There, there's just some weird stuff you'll never even know about. This yep. isn't stuff we find out about, Virginia. That makes my mm-hmm. tummy flip. Yeah, it should. It should.
And uh, finally, early ancestors of modern birds and reptiles may have actually given birth to live young, which actually means that the chicken definitely came before the egg. Whoa, this is a big story. They're just starting to discover that. I can't wrap my brain around this. Virginia's going to tap out on this. <laughs> tapping out, Kevin. Yeah, tapping out. I can't. Too big for the brain. It's too big. It's too much, Kevin. It's just too much. <laughs> no, not on a Thursday. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. almost the weekend. It's almost the weekend. Why don't you hit me with that on a Tuesday? Yes. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we've got some real or fake Florida headlines for you. Can you tell the difference? Florida man bitten by alligator while hiding from cops in pond. Ooh. Do you think that's real or fake, Virginia? It feels so real. He's like, oh, they'll never find me here. <laughs> 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 they won't find you, but I will. Okay, real or fake, you'll find out next. The KVJ Show. Okay, getting its origins from the Whacked Out News. Maybe you remember a few of those stories. Can you tell me what exactly is real, what is fake from these headlines that happened here in our great state? Real or fake, Virginia. Florida man bitten by alligator while hiding from cops in pond. Do you think that uh, really happened? Is that uh, real or is that fake? Oh, I want it to be real so bad. (laughs) Come on, gator. I know them gators, they like dark meat. He took a leg out. I'm saying real. <laughs> Gonna say real. That is real, Virginia. Come on, Gator. It really been, did happen. I've been in a few Florida ponds in my time. I'm lucky to be here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're crazy AF. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, they're scary. All right, Denny's, what do you think about this? Florida man arrested for trying to steal 100 alligators from Everglades National Park. <laughs> he went there 100? with a big cage and yep. just started gathering them? Yeah, I mean, hey, Come on, guys. Here, right this way. Yeah, Free gators. chicken legs. <laughs> 100 gators he went and tried to steal. That's got to be fake, right? That would have made national news. Got to be fake? That is fake, yep. <laughs> We're perfect right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. In every way. <laughs> All right. Next real or fake Florida headline, Virginia. Alligator caught on camera robbing Florida convenience store. <laughs> Put them up. Do you think that's real or is that fake? An alligator caught on camera robbing a convenience store. Mm-hmm. It sounds preposterous. It does sound preposterous. Cartoonish. <laughs> it does. But is this the Jaybird trickery? I didn't write these this week. I oh, thought, you did I thought we did this bit on Friday, so I didn't turn it in today. Oh, this isn't this, you. This is not me. I'm over here just doodling, listening. Oh. Wow. Are you playing along? Uh, can, no. I, can I ask for your consultation? <laughs> uh, you follow, think it, can a gator rob a convenience store? Follow That's, your heart. It's a good question. Was it at gunpoint or knife point? <laughs> <laughs> or was That's, his weapon just his teeth? That's even a better question. <laughs> I'm going to say it's real. You're going to say that it is real. It is fake. Damn it. Oh. Yeah, an alligator was not caught on camera robbing a Florida convenience store. Damn it. Unfortunately. <laughs> we were doing so good, Denny's. I'm sorry. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see if I can rebound. <laughs> uh, Denny's, tell me what do you think, uh, real or fake. Florida man throws alligator through drive through window. That one's real, right? That was that fire in the hole where they were throwing gators through the window. Yeah, that might have been. Was that like in Royal Palm or something so, like that? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, somewhere around there. That is uh, real. You remembered wow. that story. He, and he had the reference point. Mm-hmm. Damn, Denny's good. He's good. Pretty He's good. perfect. I just remember that story. I've seen a theme here with the alligators. Yeah, yeah. well, there's a lot of alligators in this, yeah. Uh, we'll switch to another Florida 
animal, though. Let's go with this. Um, real or fake, Florida headline, Virginia. Florida woman arrested for riding a manatee. <laughs> manatee cowboy, real or fake? I think it's real. Yeah, that one is real. <sighs> I think that one happened um, up near Sarasota or something like that. I remember the photos of her. Yep. Big dummy. Oh, yeah. man. Poor manatee. Yeah, they, they, they. we got the message though, you know, as Floridians, because we know. But maybe, like, if you're from another part of the world, you don't know any better. You just think it's like it's a dolphin. Here's a good mm-hmm. idea: just don't try to ride animals that <laughs> you don't know about. Yeah, imagine just hanging out and something tries to ride you. <laughs> okay, what about uh, this one, Denny's? Florida beach closed due to invasion of giant squid. Oh, the fabled giant squid closing down a beach. Yeah, is that real or fake? It's got to be fake, right? Those things just love grabbing ships. That is fake, yes. Uh, The giant squid, though, because that thing's elusive. Every time they try to pull it up to the surface, doesn't it fall apart because the compression of the water holds it together? Well, you know more about squids than I do. Sounds like you know your stuff. I went on this thing with squids once. I feel bad eating calamari after that. (laughs) You feel bad about nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Lies. Calamari's delicious. I'm not sorry. Okay, what about this? Uh, Florida man caught on camera stealing a seven-foot-long iguana from a pet store. Real or fake? Headline, Virginia. Oh, please tell me there's a video. I'm going real. That one is real. Very nice. <laughs> That's a big iguans. Very I put it on nice. the uh, Instagram story two days ago, but I was walking my dog, and uh, I let her off the leash so she could run in the field, and I kicked something. I looked down, and it was this lizard this big. It wasn't an iguana, and it looked like a giant version of a regular lizard. Oh, I'll, wow. I'll find the video. I'll put it back and, up. By the way, for people who can't see, that was a good three and a half feet. It was huge. It went on the tree, and I was trying to take a photo of it, and it kept rotating around the branches. I was trying to it film wouldn't it. Pose? It wouldn't pose. We have, yeah. a, we have a new invasive species. I got to show you this lizard. I don't know if you guys have seen a lizard like this. It's such an odd-looking lizard. You got red stripes on it? It, it No, it's it looks like a miniaturized dinosaur. Did oh it have my. a curly tail like it Lydia? Didn't. It had a long tail. It looked like a mix of a normal lizard, like the little ones we see everywhere, and yeah. an iguana. It looked like an alarm. Large version of a little. Are lizard. they interbreeding now? I don't know. Yeah, it's. I got to show you this lizard. I've never seen one like this. You wow. Me, you just talk about dinosaurs. <laughs> I want it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it did. It looked like a mini dino. Birds in. Okay. All right, tell. What about uh, this one, Denny's? Florida man steals a floating tiki hut, gets caught <laughs> drifting away by the coast guard. Is that real or is that fake? I'm gonna say real, just because I want it to be real, because it seems so far fetched. It is real. Oh, really? They have some cool tiki huts on the water. I was on the water this weekend on my girlfriend's fancy boat, and they have some tricked-out tikis with water slides. Really? A full swim-up bar. Mm -hmm. These things were sweet. People were jumping off of them. They were like two stories tall. That's amazing. It looked really cool. Oh, you want to get involved so bad. I did. I wanted to jump off it so bad. I want to get involved, too. I'd jump off it, too. (laughs) Okay, real or fake here, Virginia. Florida woman claims she found alien baby in backyard. Real or fake? Was she drinking? It's a great question. Yeah, I feel like she's probably on something. I'll have what she's having. I'm going to say that one's fake. Going to go fake? You got that one right. Okay. Right, well, nice. I would have what she's had. I would love to drink something and see aliens. <laughs> Trick the alien punch. <laughs> Amazing. I think there are things you could take that yeah. will help you see aliens. <laughs> LSD. Yeah. And finally here, Denny's, real or fake Florida headline, Florida man found living in attic of strangers' home for months. 
Ugh. Is that real or fake? That's that When the Stranger Calls movie. You ever seen that? Yes. Horrifying. Horrifying. What do you think? That's such a fear of mine. Lived in the attic for months. For months, yeah. Every time I hear noises in the attic, I think somebody's up there. I'm so prepared for a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee I'm more prepared for a murderer than anybody on this planet. At least the psychology behind what, it. What are you going to do if I'm it is a murderer in your attic? Try I'll be to, like, oh, finally, you're here. Try to, yeah. I, I, I'll weird, I've been waiting for you. I will. I'll be weirding them out by saying things like that. I knew this is going to happen. Let's dance, finally. That's what you have to do. <laughs> and yeah. are you actually going to dance, or is that like a... A euphemism for you're going to fight. I'm just going to make this this guy weirded out. I okay. am so ready That's your for plan? A, so ready for a murderer. You, you see that video? That girl was doing makeup in her room by her vanity, and then that guy fell through her ceiling. Oh, no. my God. He had been climbing in her ceiling and spying on her. And I'm sure he was just uh, spying. What's weird is when he fell down, she started grabbed her phone and started filming. It's in the aftermath, and she's following him. He just ignores her and walks out of her house and leaves. What? Was he, he wouldn't. Was he pantsless? I gotta he tell wasn't. you, this younger generation, man. <laughs> First reaction: phone, phone, phone. Where's the phone? Yeah, Go yeah. Go viral. It's a great video. <laughs> it was a great video. Oh uh, my gosh, I've got an intruder. Where's my phone? <laughs> He's stabbing me, but I got it all on film. <laughs> I'm not gonna call nine one one. I need to video record this. Yeah, really. You can't do both, Kevin. Yeah. Lights and chairs. Okay, so what do you think about the man in the attic? I'm gonna say real. Gonna go real? Yes. Oh, yes. Very nice. <laughs> and very interesting experiment. I will tell you, Virginia's the only one that missed one. You got a perfect score otherwise. Perfect, Denny's. And I gotta tell you, the fake headlines were actually written by Chat GPT. Wow. Bird is more effective at fooling you than a chatbot is. Wow. Wow. You guys did score really high this week. We saw through the chatbot. Jaybird is much more difficult to see through. Yes. Because I was some of those I'll go, these are kind of these are kind of easy. Yeah, that was weird. That was Chat GPT that huh. wrote that. And I and I feel good to say that because now we've had two competitions head to head. On human man versus machine, Denny's won the joke off. Jaybird is trickier at doing the headlines than ChatGPT. And I say that I feel good about that because the first artificial intelligence DJ has debuted. I believe this is our former company, Alpha. What? Of course they would do crap like that. Out of cut cost? Eliminate the people. Hey, Alpha hates people. They do. <laughs> Live, they certainly hated these people. Yeah, they definitely was, hated these people. Live 95.5, <laughs> I believe this is Portland, Oregon, and they've debuted AI Ashley. This is artificial intelligence. And listen to this. This is AI Ashley taking a phone call. It's AI Ashley calling our first Taylor Swift winner. Hello? Hey there. Who's this? It's AI Ashley from Live 95.5. What's your name? This is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Where are you from? Salem, Oregon. Do you have any idea why I might be calling you today? Um, the only thing I can think of is Taylor Swift. Did you text in to win the tickets? Yes. It looks like you got every keyword on Friday. I tried really hard. I tried really hard. Well, that's why I'm calling today. Stop it. Lisa, you won. Stop it. Oh, my God. No way. Yes way. You're going to see Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And not only that, we're going 
We're going to send you some merch from the Taylor Swift and Fearless era to wear to the show. Stop it. I'm so excited. Do you know who your plus one is going to be? Uh, my granddaughter. Is she a big Swifty? Yep. Huge. Huge. We hope you two have so much fun at the Taylor Swift show. And thank you for listening to Live 95.5. Thank you so very much. How boring of a break was that? I say in the inflections or you can kind of hear it. There's no excitement. Is that real or is it them faking it? That was two, That was a minute and a half of like, ah, turn it off. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was awful. We're air checking the artificial intelligence. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. All right, Ashley. All right. You need, Wrap it up, need more inflection. It's a little long. It's kind of boring. <laughs> it was definitely long and boring. Hey, <laughs> I actually going to wrap that up in about 10 seconds. For real. <laughs> kind of terrifying though, huh? That's kind of crazy. No, you're right. It is because they will they'll cut they'll cut jobs on that. If you can get AI Ashley just a little bit better, it's over for They already they already cut one job. Yeah. That's the future, baby. That wasn't that good though. It wasn't. It just it was like it was like boring old toast. It was right. like boring old toast. There was nothing there was special no butter. about that break. There was no jam. There was certainly no jelly. Okay. Right. I'd rather harsh much, harsh air check. I'd much <laughs> rather hear the Kevin Ralston, a human, give away free Taylor Swift tickets. F A I Ashley. Yeah, and whatever station that was. I don't know if I should say that. Eh, it's our old company. We're not with them anymore. You're right. They're, Speak freely. They're not coming back, and we're not going back either. No, we're not going back, y'all. Got no choice now. <laughs> All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, are foot photos cheating? We got a debate here in our KVJ court next. The KVJ Show. All right, we got a KVJ court here, a disagreement that they would like to have solved. How would you rule on this? Says in the email, I've been thinking about selling pictures of my feet on the internet to get money for our upcoming vacation. Did okay. Virginia write this? <laughs> All right. Signed, Virginia. To, <laughs> to me, it's not a big deal. It's feet. But when I talked to my husband about it, he said he's not cool with it and considers it to be cheating. I don't think it's cheating. I mean, it's just feet pictures. But he believes that when you purposefully put out your body to sexually stimulate someone that is not your partner, that is the definition of cheating. Plus, he said it's really not appropriate when you're married with three kids. He said there are plenty of other ways to get money. Is my husband overreacting or am I wrong for thinking about doing this? I mean, two things can be right at the same time i think your husband's a prude but you married him so you have to respect what your husband's telling you i don't think your husband's a prude at all i don't i don't care who it is in the situation if, if you're married and one of your one of the people in the the marriage isn't comfortable with you getting sexualized on a website you mm -hmm. gotta respect that yeah, you do. you do have to respect it because you think it's just about the feet. And I've had this talk with the witch over here. You are now you're flying close to that 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 perverted son. You're flying real. You're, you're going into that world, and the guy receiving those foot pictures and getting mm -hmm. involved with all that, he's getting ginned up, and you don't know what's on the other side of that computer. You're, yeah. you're adding problems and drama to a marriage. When that wasn't part of the deal. Mm -hmm. Now, if she hadn't talked to him about it, what do you think just in general? If you would go on and put up 
feet photos on one of those sites, and you know what they're using it for. These are guys that have foot fetishes, and you know they'll do what they do. Do you agree with her husband that if you purposefully put out your body to stimulate someone else sexually that is not your partner, it's cheating? I think it's inappropriate. Inappropriate, maybe. Cheating, no. I, th- I think it's just, I think we, we get so caught up on definitions. I don't give a crap if you call it cheating or if you call it inappropriate. Either way, I'm not comfortable with it, and it's causing a huge riff in our marriage. Mm. You can call it cheating, call it inappropriate. I don't give a crap. I don't want you on, if, if, if we're not on the same page, I... I don't want you doing something where other guys are getting off to you on something. Well, that's just it. If you and your husband aren't on the same page, you can't do it. Like, Mm. you married him, girl. That was your choice. So if he's telling you that he doesn't want you to do it and it's cheating, you can't do it. Okay. Because you've got other men lusting after you. And believe it or not, not all people are going to be cool with that. They're just not. Right. He's... Clearly Would not. you like it if you, you found how out? Much Me- are, how much are these piggy picks going to get, though? Let's talk about that. Well, let's say you found out the Mexican queen is putting her feet on and only fans, and all these guys are just going to town. Mm. MexicanHotFeet.com. Would that bother you? Yeah, I don't think I'd like it. Of course not. Yeah. I, and I would probably say the same thing that he is, saying, look, there's other ways to make money. I mean, come on. Now, I mean, we're talking about th- And the other thing, too, she's trying to make this for a vacation. It's not like we don't have food. We're going to be evicted. Our son has cancer and we can't afford the treatments. You know, you're talking about a vacation you're doing this for. I want to go to the beach and have daiquiris. Right. He's like, no, no, not for this. Now, if two people are on the same page, foot it up, dog. Exactly. Make that money, but not... This is Make sure when you marry your second husband, he likes it and he's into feet pics. This ain't one of those things where you both can disagree on and go, okay, well, I'm just going to have to. This is a matters of the heart kind of a situation. Yeah. And if you continue to do that, you would be, in my opinion, in danger of hurting your marriage on a big level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you, you're trying to raise money for a vacation for your feet when your husband and if this is the other way around if it was a guy wanting sure, to do yeah. it I'd be on right. the wife's side and mm-hmm. if you want to send us a picture of your foot I'll tell you if you can make money or not because not all feet are money makers and I don't want you blowing your marriage if you got a jacked up foot what are you like an expert in this Virginia I, I can tell the difference between a foot that's going to make money and a foot that ain't that cute we're getting very close and grabbing the jar of Virginia is wrong. <laughs> okay. We're, oh, we're dancing. I can uh, tell. She's a high arch. She has no idea about the foot fetish world, the yeah. OnlyFans world. Yeah, she's an expert now. She heard it on some kind of podcast. Oh, or TikTok. Oh, I'll put my little piggies on on OnlyFans and I'm going to make $100,000. <laughs> my piggies are not $100,000 piggies. I'll tell you that right now. My arch is not high enough. My toenails aren't big and, and, and pronounced enough. I think they're looking for a specific kind of foot. Remember when you were delving into the world of uh, mailing out your panties and, and, you're, and you're, you're taking pictures of your feet? What happened when we started going down that avenue? It got what? Weird. It got uh-huh. weird? You're not Go the figure. kind of personality to, to deal with that kind of weird in the right way. Vanilla. <laughs> All right, we'll get to what people say here, but our ruling pretty much is for the husband in this KBJ court. Uh, Suits, if you'll put up, despite what the husband wants, should the wife be able to make money off foot photos online? And Panda's in the chat room. He's going to hear all this stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Poor guy. 
the KVJ show. So she wants to make some extra money for the upcoming vacation by putting some sexy feet photos online. Her husband is like, no, if you're putting something up to titillate someone who's not your partner, that's cheating. No go. So should she have the right to be able to do it regardless? 65% of KVJ Nation says no. 35% say yeah. I mean, come on. It's like her feet, her body, her choice. She can do whatever she wants. That's the bad girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my girl. Yeah. It's her bad girl clothes. It's all de- it all depends <laughs> on what you're trying to do in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're trying to stay married, I guess you don't do it. Yeah. Exactly. Stay spicy. Staying married's overrated. If you want to stay spicy, put your little piggies on the OnlyFans. Pig it up, girl. Tell me if you uh, like these little guidelines from the BuzzFeed audience on the unspoken rules that actually make a marriage work. Do you agree? Or have you ever thought about this? Uh, Some of the advice that uh, people were throwing out there. Never stop acting like you're dating. Act just as you would if you had just met. That's a good piece of advice. You Mm got to date. You got to go do things. You got to shower each other with attention and read each other's love languages, just like when you're first dating. Shower each other with attention, but also shower yeah. each other. <laughs> shower you. <yeah. laughs> That's true. Don't get lazy with your hygiene. You're right. When the queen wasn't showering, that was a tough period. Oh, yeah. yeah. For all yeah. of us. I forgot even if that yeah. even happened. Oh, yeah. People yeah. couldn't believe it. They would come up to me in Publix and be like, really? Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> rough. I know. But look at you now. Yeah. Oh, she's right clean. Now. She's giving you loving. We got Boston Ralston born out of all this. I love it. Well, and this next piece of advice is really kind of true when you've heard the stories about uh, my wife and I. Your partner will transition through many versions of the person you fell in love with, and you won't love all of these versions. Dang, that is true about the queen. Yeah. Daniel Panda was telling me the same thing about you. Oh, I should, oh. should have said that. <laughs> Whatever. I'm perfect. <laughs> I'm a dream boat. (laughs) Take a moment to look at your partner through the eyes of a stranger. Recognize the positive attributes others might see in them. Yeah, that's big. Appreciate what you have. Mm -hmm. The grass is not always greener, okay? Go talk to some of your single girlfriends that are out there on Tinder. Go go talk to them about what the Facebook dating is like. You have to start playing those games. Oh, let me see through the eyes of a stranger what would appreciate. Yeah, you start putting... The marriage is over. <laughs> well, I, I think what happens is too often you put on a filter where you only see the negative in your partner for a while and it drives you crazy and you've stopped looking for any good in them. That's that true. true. And that's your fault. You're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, what happens when, when re- relationships get to that level, people will just kind of bitch and moan about the negative sides of that person to their yeah. friends and right. family. Yeah. And then it's kind of hard for them to ever get out of that hole when you guys finally make up and you like them again. At that point, though, if everything is negative and you hate everything, catch and release. Get out. You know how some people are. They'll just vent about everything negative. They're being traumatic. Yes. It's not yeah. as bad as they make yes. it seem. Yeah. Another unspoken rule that actually makes a marriage work. Love your partner even when you don't feel like it. Love isn't a feeling. It's a choice. Hmm, that sounds like a... Something a warden mm-hmm. would say. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing time. It's not a... <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess it's saying it's not always easy to love somebody at all moments. It's not, but you need to remember to appreciate what you have because it's a jungle out there and most of the animals in the jungle are douches. Look, I'm in that jungle. It's crazy. It's crazy out there, Kevin. Tell me about all the crazy women you've dated recently. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Scarred him. Another little piece of advice. Don't say you did this in arguments. Phrase it as I feel this way. Oh, that's a good one. Because a lot of times I think people, when you accuse somebody, somebody immediately goes on the defensive. They're backed into a corner and they start lashing out, fighting back. And you're getting nowhere at that point. Make it about you, not them. Mm-hmm. Forgive. Love keeps no records of wrongs. I've had to remind my wife. I'm like, sometimes it just feels like you keep a negative scorecard and something will come up from 20 years ago. Remember when you... Right. Back in 2002... Well, you always... I'm like, well, when did I do this? She's like, well, 20 years ago. I'm like, what? Yeah, this is all great in practical senses here, Kev, but if in the middle of a fight, hold on now. Someone told me once to... That's why you got to remember this and you got to pull this kind of stuff out and say, look, this is what it takes to make a successful marriage. Sounds pretty... Pretty grueling. It's a lot of work, man. <laughs> Pretty grueling. Not it's a part-time lie. A job. Work. Yeah. And then they say never give up, never quit working on it, wake up every day willing to put in the time, the effort, and nurturing it requires. Anything worth having doesn't come easy. You got to work for it. Yeah, it definitely sounds grueling. Double downing on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's single and smiling. Oh, my mm. God. I, lo- I love those kind of married. It's what you got to do to be happy. You mm. Trick yourself into <laughs> not feeling like you're married. Give up everything you care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no free time. All right. Uh, Bird's got the advice for you and a closing thought for the day before we get to the after the show. If you're going to get married, don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good enough, right? I think that's pretty good. Yeah, why not? Okay. The KDJ Show on 97.9 WRMS.